Welcome everyone, you are listening to it, perhaps watching Calling the Audible. I'm your host for this week, Pease Delores. Joining me in studio is Iggy Magnets. How's it going, Iggs? Good, sir. Perhaps starting the show by eating is a poor decision, especially since it took me 25 minutes to find parking and you had all that time to consume that. It's a Rob Campana approved decision. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He uh, um, He's given a shit for eating on the air before. I, that's why I said it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were aware of that. I was aware. I don't know if it was uh, pre-eggs. Uh, it was pre-eggs, but you've made me aware through the inside jokes of this show. Oh, cool. There yeah. you go. There I, you. I caught on. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. That's what we do, though. That's what yeah. we do. We try to reward the the loyal listeners with uh, with inside jokes uh, just like that. Um, Eagle's back from Miami. You coward. Coward. Where are my snacks? <laughs> I'm eating one. Yeah. I'm, I'm back from New York. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm I'm leaving... Soon, <laughs> I'm going or cabin fever. Yeah, I'm going, I got cabin fever, and that I need to go to uh, a cabin, going to the uh, to a wonderful kingdom up north. Um, I got, I got me thinking. So we have some friends from out of town, mm-hmm. and we're taking them to chalet because for one of my friends is from Mexico. He's never seen snow before. He's never really experienced winter. All of his travels have been to. They have a lot of snow in Mexico, though. Not no. Not. Particularly, no. Um, but they're also. So oh, like you mean winter snow? Oh, ah, uh, yes. Um, he made a, a a joke about South Americans and drugs. Oh, you see, I, th- yeah, I'm yeah. tired too. It wasn't good. It was fine. Yeah, a L- little rusty coming back from. Miami. I mean, I was in Miami, so <laughs> if there's anywhere you learn about. I was it. gonna say, if anything. <coughs> I thought someone would filibuster while I was thinking this. Yeah, I was going to say. My voice was dying. Do, do <laughs> but we it's have okay. A, I guess I'm doing the show by myself no, today, no, guys. No, no, no. Do we have any uh, news and notes? <laughs> no, uh, I have a question. Oh, you have a question first. Okay. Because um, I'm not ready to start the show yet. Oh, so, okay. um, so you know, we're showing them around because they haven't, they've never seen winter. So, mm. uh, one of them has never seen winter, rather. Um, and also, like, th- they live in a, a small town in Mexico. So, they don't have a lot of diversity of of food and stuff. So like we've been taking them to different restaurants in the city. Any any place in Mexico. Yeah. Just but like, but like you just see Mexicans and you just have Mexican corn tortilla for soup, for lunch, for breakfast, for dinner, always. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Um and so yeah, so we've been taking them around showing lots of different types of cuisine that we have here in Montreal. We're lucky enough to have them yeah. and we take for granted all yes. the time. Yeah. Um and of course n- having never experienced winter we're we're going to we booked my friend's chalet and we're gonna be going there for the weekend. Um, I have, we thought about bringing some board games, um, and it got me thinking. Like everyone has board games, a two of them. There's, there's two categories here. Yeah. Board games that you're remarkably good at. Yeah. You're the Michael Jordan of this particular board game. Kind of like when I invite you to go bowling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the di- the biggest dick move ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't bet money on it, but yeah. Yeah. You you might as well like just remove one of my arms and then ask me to go bowling. Yeah. And second. Um, and then the second game. I want to play was, um, what board game do you enjoy the most? And it, right. is it necessarily the same? Right. Yep. So could be. Yeah, often, could be. Often could be. is. Yeah. You. Well, because you generally enjoy things you you you're good, good at. at. Yes. Um. But uh, yeah. So I, was, I want to go around the room, get some ideas for the for the weekend. Uh, we're getting. Uh, I don't know why I said we're getting. Um. Often play the code names one. That's code name is fun. Yeah, code it's actually fun. it's pretty good. That's a, it gets like how many people? Because it's usually a, you need. We're like going to be four eight four. adults, there two children, four four and four. Yeah, even kids can play. They can uh, 
they they don't ruin the game per se. Um, we usually end up playing them when they go to bed, anyway. or, or they get distracted and start watching. Cards Against YouTube. Humanity has kind of lost its appeal. Sorry, Cards Against Humanity has kind of lost. Well, and its that appeal. definitely, but I, we can't play when the kids are up. But yeah, uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and word games are tough for people who. When English is not their first language. Maybe Eagle would say those jack-in-the-box uh, games that you connect onto you with your phone. Yeah, those are pretty fun, too. And everything, again, some of them have limits on how many people can actually play. But, I mean, those are usually yeah. pretty good. We play those with some of our friends from Georgia. Yeah. Because we're in different cities. Yeah. You can also, like, because you're 8 or 10, technically, you can also partner up and kind of play games that are, like competitive but like you can strategize as a team type of thing as well or rather than describing games eagle can you answer the, the question na- name them <laughs> i mean it's really going to depend on what style of game you want to play right no, I'm you can you, do like charades. which, which like, game you dominate at and what's your favorite board game uh, it's really not a complicated question but i'm really good at a lot of things sorry i'm good at a lot of things coming up with lists yeah is ego, not one ego of them. is high that's right is there a game called ego because that would be your the one you dominate I mean, i'm at. sure there is Eagle, oh, and then w- is there one with a height limit? Because that one you wouldn't be able to play. The roller coaster games. Roller coaster games, yes. Yeah, yeah. there's one uh, I've been playing more recently called Fiesta de los Muertos, which is kind of like uh, telephone, okay, but with uh, dead figures essentially. So you get a name of someone and you have to write something that describes them, and that goes around where the word gets transformed multiple times, and then at the end you have to figure out what the original one was, basically. Hey, right, cool. Yeah. I semi followed that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah. look, you're never going to understand the game until you go through a round, yes, right? Like yeah. th- that's the whole thing. So that's the one you dominate at, or that, that's your favorite game? Um, oh, that's one he's playing right now. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that right now. My favorite game? Ooh, that's hard. It really depends on, like, what mood I'm in. Because, like, Catan, I think I've overplayed that one way too much. I was going to say, that's, good. that's my dominant that game. One. I have it packed for the weekend. Yeah, that one's good. But I, I don't, because I've played it so often, I don't know if it's... My favorite game because I literally haven't gone to it in years. Uh, it's a good one. It's a good one to go back to, especially yeah. with people who know how to play. Yeah, and yeah. even like and it's a game like where, where language is not like a huge barrier and stuff. And so the other thing too is uh, I had a board originally that one of my buddies spilled beer on, and to pay me back, he had it. He built one with a three D printer with like the different landscapes as the actual pieces. Oh shit! Uh, but then we had to paint it, and I learned as much as I liked. Uh, uh, Catan. Playing it. That's how little I liked painting models because I hated every second and I painted one piece. <laughs> it's supposed to be therapeutic, those activities like that. I yeah, have this uh, problem when I play board games with other people in that if it's one of those cooperative games where like we all win or we all lose, yes. I just take over the board ah. and like strategize on people's behalf because they're like the weak link. So ah. it's like, I'm going to play your turn for you. So you're going to have fun, ah. okay? <laughs> And yeah. then if it's a, if it's a compa- sell, it sounds, sounds like, like an eagle. It sounds like you, you've lost a lot of friends along the way. Yeah. No, they love me. We always win. And uh, then on a, a competitive game, I just feel bad crushing people that don't play board games often. Because they're like, ooh, what does this do? And I'm like, okay, my turn. I just did 40 things and you lose. There's a game. I've, I, I really do enjoy Risk, but I've never won a game of Risk. I I've can't never finish. Like, <laughs> oh well, you need you need you need you like fourteen six, hours. Yeah, you need like fourteen hours. Minimum six. Oh, actually, I, c- I can't tell you my favorite game. I can tell you my least favorite game, no. and that is Monopoly. No, but Monopoly is great if you have to work out some family issues. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to just yell at your cousins, or if you need if you need to have a big fight with your wife, that's the one. That's the one that gets it out. I ruin Monopoly for everyone because I refuse to trade any of my properties, ah, and I yeah. leave the game in a stalemate. But you'll also you'll also lose if you don't trade. Because it's I know. gang up on the person. For me, it's not about winning. It's about everyone losing. Well, no, but Hours of our lives. You because they'll team up, team up against you to remove you from the game. Yes, but that's the thing. They can't do that without my properties. They can. 
to use other properties and you keep bleeding until you die. It'll take 15 hours, but you'll yeah. lose. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, and by yes. then, everyone gets bored and we go home. Speaking of 15 hours, that was a longer conversation than I thought it would yeah. be. <laughs> I tried to cut it off five minutes ago, but... Well, because you didn't, like, we didn't get the answer to my question. Yes, I know. But we got, we, we got somewhat of a version of it. If only one of us was sidelined. <laughs> so, let's get started. Let's this start. is a segue, Iggy. Are we going to tell the audience or not? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> I am tired. Yeah, sidelined. I, I Go got ahead. it now. Um, actually, do you have it up? I sent it. Do you have it? Do you want me to read it word for word verbatim? Nah, no, nah, never mind. So, so Captain, yes, actually, yes. Let's treat this as a press conference. No, no, <laughs> this is a very important topic, and we need actually, to make sure yes. that that we have yes, uh, the version of it that went through our through our legal department. Uh, Iggy, please make sure you get verbatim the press release about FPF's curtains. Wait, we gotta have like some nice music in the background for this, right? Dramatic, please. No, I don't have dramatic. Safety is always our utmost priority in FPF. We are calling upon the FPF community to institute a culture change regarding how we treat the curtains between fields. Sadly, too often, players run through curtains and nets separating fields at full speed, with both hands fully extended or lower their shoulders into the divider, in order to brace themselves or stop the momentum, acting with little or no regard to what's on the other side. We ask that this assumption that there is someone on the other side and that charging the divider be avoided, even if you can see through it. On the fields with opaque curtains, you can imagine, on the other side might be players, officials, staff, or even participants, kids, or parents from another sport. Imagine if you were on the other side of the curtain, uh, or it was your star QB, your spouse, or even your child. Would you still charge the curtain in that way? We always want to make sure everyone is safe and that no one goes home injured. We ask that you communicate to your teammates to pay particular attention when you are playing and find yourselves near the opaque curtains on field where we cannot see what's on the other side. Impacts are rare, but when they occur, the severity can be quite high, especially if the contact point is low and people are unable to brace themselves for the impact. Please cascade this message to your teams and assume that someone is always on the other side of the divider when making a play near the divider. We appreciate your concern for the safety of others. We all love the game and want to make sure everyone can participate week in and week out. Thank you, Evil. Yeah, so um, I can't hear the music because I don't have my headset on because once again, it's not working. It's still on. Cool. W- was it ridiculous music? No, the ukulele. Okay, so yes, it's ridiculous music. And so I, I just wanted to say, um, essentially, while we do things a little tongue in cheek on the show, it is something serious. We do, look, we know that you're just trying to make a play, and that's appreciated. But do uh, try and just be conscious. Uh, we're not really asking you to stop playing, but if there was a cement wall there, you would also not dive there head first. Uh, people have been hurt, uh, and we want to avoid having injuries. This is a recreation league in the end, and none of us want to miss work for getting hurt in FPF, especially if it's not in, in the field of play. If it's really just by being a ba- bystander, walking to the end of the field, or being a referee, or scorekeeper, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you want your statisticians to be there the, the week after, you know, to take down your stats. You want the refs to be there so you can actually get a, an officialized game uh, going, the you know, in in the in the coming weeks, so that's that's really the nature of it. There there have been uh, players, refs who have been injured and been sidelined for a couple of weeks and haven't been able to keep up their duties. So uh, just just keep a uh, keep an open mind and uh, when when you're making a play near near the the curtains. Yeah. Um. So that's it. That's a. Uh, is it? Do we have any other announcements? That's the only one that I had. No, I, I'll I'll put another one. 
scorekeepers are no longer going to be lenient about numbers and jerseys of a different color than what your team is wearing. Uh, from now on, if you don't have a jersey that's the same color or with a number on it, uh, you will not get your game played. You will not get your stats. Uh, so make sure you have that because uh, now moving forward, scorekeepers will be strict on that. It's tough. Um, I, I like I like the rule in in principle, and I I hate when team makes the finals and they have garbage jerseys or jerseys that don't match, and it looks terrible. Kiss my uh, kiss my end zone. The ki- the 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 uh, Alexis Dubois co- Dubois led coed team is always a culprit of how garbage that is. Uh, but you know. Look, we we throw our own under the bus that way, but there's yeah. a lot of teams that do that. Yeah. Um, and in reality, I understand that there's also a subbing culture in FPL, and that's difficult. If you can, when you're ordering jerseys, order two extras. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Not the end of the world, you yeah. know. Like, um, and if you're strapped, you're strapped. But try and try and get jerseys in in a different color. What I've done through the years is yeah. every year or so I get new jerseys, so I basically have every color. <laughs> Uh, yes, or variations thereof, and at least, at least, even if it's not going to match, at least it's the same color. D- let, let's go through a little game. Do you have a green jersey? Yeah. You have a purple. Purple. Purple, um, not light blue. Purple. I have a Lakers t-shirt. Okay, yeah, t-shirt. I, that counts. Uh, orange, number. orange. I have orange. Okay, those are usually yellow. I have yellow. Okay, so you have the red? I have red. So you have the primary colors there. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So yeah, that's what happens when you play on black, a blue, pa- yeah. uh, pink, black, white, white, red. Uh, yeah, got them all. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's what happens when you play a lot. <laughs> you play a long time. Play multiple yeah. teams. That'll that'll happen. Um, so that's cool. I I I've actually thought of. I think not allowing players to play is too penalizing because again subculture. Yeah. Uh, we need subs to keep. Our teams are forfeiting, yes. which is the bigger issue than, yes. than jerseys. But yes, uh, let's let's make literally the smallest effort uh, between. And here's the other thing: is even if you don't have every color, um, someone on your team might have. So yeah. when someone's subbing, reach out to your teammates and be like, "Hey guys, does anyone have a white jersey, a green jersey, a black jersey, whatever it is?" Exactly. And also, I mean, uh, granted, it, there is a subculture. If it's one game. And they're not going to get their stats displaying or their GP. All right, it's a sub for that one game. If they're joining the team on a regular basis, get yeah. them a jersey. Like, come on, man. Yeah, and then you can get T-shirts with, with numbers printed on them, and they're not very expensive. Um, Ligrokak showed showed up this week. They laid down forty-seven points against Bearskins in the most uh, penis subtexted game <laughs> of the week. Uh, of course, Iggy started you with that in the notes. You didn't read it in nope, the proper I, way. I, I recognize <laughs> we have uh, a wide variety of listeners, a wide variety of uh, listeners of different ages and genders who might not appreciate a girth joke. Iggy. Okay, all right. <laughs> At least not first. At least <laughs> yeah, well, I know, you're, I know. you're the one who put it in the Yeah, I just did the, the mix and match. Unlike Mo, who just reads them down in order. <laughs> yeah, at least, hey, at least I, there was a benefit to that. I didn't put the timestamps on the YouTube video, so, but at least people could follow and say, oh, you're doing Div 1, then 2, yeah. then 3, then 4, then 5. We immediately made fun of him for yes, that, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Lego Cook showed up. They, they put down 47 points against the Bearskins. Um, it's, it's cool watching them play in Div 3. Yep. Because they're not a team with FPF pedigree, but we know them a th- through what they've done in co-ed, through the time that they have spent in FPF, and of course, 
being one of the the top tier teams in MFL, um, and Dom Lafal bringing his specific brand of athleticism and Rollouts. incredibly low center of gravity. And um, I watched I watched the first two drives of this game. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was right before my game. Yeah. Um, I then had some new players, so I had to spend a lot more time pregame with my team than I usually do. Uh, but yeah, so just going through it all, uh, they start Bears can start with the ball. Uh, Vince Nardone threw a pick on the red in the red zone mm-hmm. to start the game, and um, it kind of looked like a game that would end this way. It did the second Dom LaFall got the ball, there was literally nothing Bearskins can do. Um, I don't remember if Chris Miard was rushing. That's what I was just going to ask. Um, like he should have been rushing if he wasn't. He should have been. I, I, I don't remember <laughs> offhand. Um, I mean, considering he has no stats on defense, that seems to be a possibility my, here. My, if my, yeah, it's possible. The, the, the thing is, like, like Chris Miard's fast too, but if he hasn't played Dom, it would have taken him a second just to adjust to yeah. how how much Dom is willing to run to buy time. And um, Yeah, but there's a difference between... A drive or two and forty-seven to eighteen. <laughs> That's yeah, like the whole game. But the, but the thing is also, um, what happened in, what from what I saw was essentially again, Vince Arnone through that interception. It looked as though, um, they were able to go cook. Were able to put pressure early, and then, um, Bearskins felt like a lot. There was a lot of pressure right away and having to come back from behind and, yeah. um, and then forcing balls and and just changing the the pace of play. Something that they couldn't probably keep up with with Legrokuk is I imagine how that game ended up going. So, and, go so would you go. say that this is more of a failure on Vince Nardone on the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball, right? Because usually he's proficient in both, and this game it was neither. Is is he, though? Like, I know he's had some injuries and it's affected him at the quarterback position, but he, he's... After, after starting out fairly strong, like... In winter 2018, having a four to one touchdown interception ratio, that's that's excellent. that's guaranteed success in that field. And what right? div? I want to say it was div C. Yeah, yeah, it was a middle division. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, you know, he's never really returned to that form. And l- the last time we saw him play uh, was spring of 2021. Uh, it wasn't all season long, mind you, but 15 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, um, and it's what we saw in this game: three touchdowns, three interceptions. It's he, he's going to move the ball. Uh, but he's going to make mistakes. And uh, I think the team is okay. I don't think they're overwhelmingly strong, so it's going to have to be him playing better. Um, if he's the QB. I mean, isn't it Neil Edinson? Uh, yeah, I guess, last, I guess he was subbing. Yeah. I guess he was subbing. So, yeah. uh, obviously, with Neil, um, it's a different Bearskins team. They beat EZW uh, last week. Yeah. Um, yes, I didn't see them the first week out, so so I would imagine it's the case. And obviously, having Vince Nardone out there uh, on offense as a receiver is much, much more efficient for them. Uh, with with Neil, who Neil Atkinson, I remember first watching him play in FPF and then watching him win an FPF championship, uh-huh. and I couldn't believe that was the same dude. His level of imp- the way he improved his game without even playing because they tend to only play one season a year. Yeah, the um, winter. Yeah. Really, really, really impressive, and. Um, not enough is made of that, so I hope that they keep being successful because it's a good team. They're a good group, group of guys. Um, they're not, like, other than Chris Miard, they don't really have the team speed they Cook have, and I, I thought yeah. that was going to be an issue. Because yeah. they Cook, yes, Dom LaFalle is fast, but 
the whole team. Five. Yes. Or at least two or three the, players. Yeah. yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the bulk. Like they, they yes. can they can set out three receivers <laughs> and um yes. and th- that's yeah. hard for yes. any team to, to match. Cr- yeah. Team. Absolutely. Right? So yeah. Yeah. um yeah, that was uh tough outing. But look, one on one for the Bearskins. Uh Legal Cuck, you asked Iggy if if I thought they have the firepower to score forty on pretty much anyone in the division. Yeah. Um what's your what's your thought on that? <laughs> Con- general well, consensus. I think Alpha Dogs is an interesting test because Alpha Dogs are a, mo- a physical team. So yep. I wonder if that's going to disrupt some of the, the, the they're, they're more finesse style teams. So I wonder yep. if that'll upset upset them a little bit. Um, the the thing is, when it comes to uh, Lego Cuck, we know the playbook. We know not specifically the play like like Dom's playbook, but the playbook to beating them. Yes. We've discussed this. Yes, um, we saw it in the co-ed finals. Yep, is if your rusher, <coughs> if your rusher can break down on him and force him to to stare down the rush, he's going to do that. And when he stares down the rush, his next next look is to the sideline. He will never make uh, a read. As a play develops, he won't read the middle of the field. Mm. He may throw there immediately, but if he's going to stare down the rusher, he's not going to use an entire section of the field. So it can change how you defend him. He lost to a team in the finals with five players, and that was the reason. He could have hit the snapper every single time, and it was nothing that uh, his opposition could have done, and yet unable to do it because it's just not how he plays the position. Right? So if you know that, and of course, the caveat is you can know that and not have the rusher. Yes. And if that's the case, it won't matter. Yeah, then it it doesn't literally doesn't matter. So who's a rusher in the division who can kind of stop that? That style of play. Uh, there's, you know, throwing out some names. Some of the sack leaders right now. You have uh, Jessica Basitamen of Speed Academy. Noah Groper of Preach. Uh, even Arush is, uh, he's not usually a rusher. So uh, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, he's usually in coverage. Bastien van Neuf Uh Kevin Marcel, the speedy uh, uh, speedy rusher of Backyard Bullies. Is there someone, one of those names that... Pop out to you, maybe Armin Bala. Uh, the one, one the we know because he he's done it in the finals is is Jordan Otero. right? Right. Yeah. Um, so that's for the sheriff. That's that's to me the one. Um, Isaiah Lard is is for Blues Clues. Is that a good style of uh, from Balls Deep? You mean? Not Blues no, Clues. No, Div Three, Blues Clues. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, also is yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was looking at Div. div uh, I know. I had the wrong tab open. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, like, is Isaiah's Allard's style of rush yeah, I mean, suitable to break down? And regardless, and he's one of the yes. best rushers that PFF has ever seen. Yeah. I, I don't think Jessica Bostappen is that kind of rusher. Yeah, she. I kind of see She's her as all like speed. I see her as like a, a bull rusher, like a yeah. power rusher in the NFL. Yeah. Um, like Warren Sapp style, <laughs> just yeah. come right up the middle and just. Yeah. Destroy yeah. Your, your 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 offensive concepts. Yeah. Uh, Noah Groper makes mistakes. He can um, miss a flag or two. He takes he takes really aggressive angles, similar to Jessica in a, in a sense, and and mm-hmm. it's why they're racking up a lot of sacks. But yes. they're gonna get they're gonna misplace too. Right. And Dom Lafar lives for that. He Man, that would be a cool ch- stat to track: missed flags and yards y- after missed yards, flag. Y- uh, yards over expect uh, <laughs> rushing yards over expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eagle. Yeah. Advanced get, analytics. Get Let's Joey go. on it. Guys, get Joey we can barely get touchdowns tracked. I'm going to get missed flags. <laughs> missed flags and yards over expected <laughs> rushing. Uh, uh, look, Isaiah Allard is 
if not the best rusher in FPF history, the second, third, fourth, like whatever. Yeah. It's premier. It's splitting hair. He's, he's premier. He's the top tier. We talk about this all the time on the show is that I don't like going like the, the, the best or the greatest because whatever. Once you get to the top two, three, four, five, seven, like it's, it's all about it's the same. Line, yeah. Um, so he's that top tier. Right, so so sure, yes, because on top of that, when he misses, his reach is so massive, he might still not reach. Yeah. Still, he, he might still, still not might miss. reach you and sack you. Yes, I'll give you a, a name that's not talked about as much anymore, but uh, perhaps in the same vein as Joey Nataro, Kevin Marcel. Yeah, who's exceptionally fast, but also takes great angles. That's a name I launched at the beginning. Oh, you did. Okay, my yes. mistake. Yeah. My mistake. I'm just saying he's not. He's not yeah, a yeah, name yeah. that a lot of yep. newer FPF players know. Correct. Um, from from backyard bullies. Um. Yeah. Do you got anyone? Yeah, I, I named a few. I'm more interested. Okay, in but Division you, but you threw them out as a question. Do, are those all ones you think that can disrupt? Not them? not all of them, but uh, I yeah I think the, the one you started off with Joey. Joey just yeah. Joey's not in the division though. It was the wrong. Sh- was oh the wrong right, you were still on your division four. Yeah. yeah. Look. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's played for Junkyard Dogs, but I don't know if he's a full time member. Nah, maybe. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm more interested in Division C. Please. Oh, Thomas Kutsu, by the way. Yes, that's that, one. That, Thomas that, that, that's another yeah. one. Yes, absolutely. I'm more interested in Division C. P's. Uh, some uh, Division three, in which teams that played in Division C. Yeah. Saw much success. And are now seeing, you know, a rough start to the season. I call our, adv- our advanced analytics team that's uh, working on uh, on yards uh, over ex- rushing yards over expected. Uh-huh. Uh, you'll be getting a message from me later, Joey. Um, GIHF, which is basically vultures, yeah, or vultures adjacent. This is the Ben McMahon yeah, quarterback yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, Stoics, uh, BBB, BTW, Infantry, Air Force One. These were all, if not top. Teams in division, yeah. playoff all teams, them, playoff teams, yeah. and and all teams that were considered to be legitimate contenders in yeah. the division. Yeah, um, they're oh six and one. That's crazy. infantry won the championship. <laughs> Stoics were the were the runner up. Uh, GIHF was in the semifinals. Yeah, um, EZW was considered to be the top team until and Jimmy White yeah, wasn't left. quarterbacking. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, man? <laughs> That's it. Speaks to the strength. Of Division yeah. Three, but we ju- we said the same thing about Division C. <laughs> if you remember, like I we know. said, this division is wild. Anyone can beat anyone. Yeah. the results were insane, and and we're seeing that play out now. Infantry also got off to a slow start last year, though, so that might be what's going That's, on. That's yeah, fair for a point, but yeah, that just speaks to the 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 incredible strength across the board of Division C. It kind of also means maybe like a Division B team. Made it also in, into Division Three or a Division yeah. Two team, kind of. So made Division C is kind of four plus. Yeah. So it's a little stronger than Division Four. It's not quite as strong as Division Three. I'm just surprised. Surprised that there's not been a win amongst all those yeah, teams. Yeah, uh, I, I'm totally surprised by that. You threw out that advanced analytics stat as well. Um, Very advanced. I counted just, wins. Yes, I know. Just I think what's interesting too is when you actually look like at the the results of the schedule, none of the games have been that close. Is the other yeah. one right? Yeah. Like 
Be- Belly Brigade lost by 12. Um, you have Stoics that lost by 23, which is just meh. Uh, infantry lost by 8, which, again, is significant for now. Air Force lost by, like, 29, which nah, is ridiculous. EZW lost by 9. Gilf lost by uh, 20. And then basically same thing for the other this week, too. Like, nothing to really change that much. So again, lost by 9. The only game that was somewhat close was the Gilf and Backyard Bullies, right? Tie game. That's the one that's here. Yeah. But the other ones... It's been I'm not gonna say blowouts, but if you're losing not by close. eight points or more, that's that's significant. Yeah. 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 Especially with the onside kick roll now. Yeah. That's true. I haven't seen it. Uh, I think we I think we tweaked it in the right way. I'm not seeing it run as often. Uh as it shouldn't have been. Right, right. Because it's supposed to be a Hail Mary kind of last desperation move. Um even yesterday when Joey Taylor had the option of moving up 15 yards or so because of two penalties on like a, uh, a, after a play on the touchdown. I'm like, hey, dude, you, you should want to think about going on the onside kick in the first half just because it was like a fourth and seven, fourth and ten situation for the onside kick. Yeah. And he still didn't go for I it. I was that. But with like three plays remaining in the half. Yeah. And like the other team would start on your 15. I mean. And you're up like 20 points. Yeah, because you. I know. You're just giving up one score and you're up three scores anyway. Yeah. And yeah. you, you, because then you end the game. Pretty much. If you score there, you end the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, anyway, yeah. So you know, you know, you know my Unless coach told you more aggressive, right? So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Division Three is uh, is just absolutely wild. You know, I think the cap has something to do with that as well. You know, when Adam Sinagra can add Quade Johnson to the mix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no wonder they won thirty-eight to eighteen in their in their first game of the season. So EZW uh, took on Free Smoke, and I saw Sam Pelcha before the game, and I was like, "Yo, you can." <laughs> I didn't realize who was on the team because again, it, it's still a new season, and yeah. I remember Free Smoke from Coed, and I thought it was just gonna be this, like a similar group. So I was like, I, was, I told him, "Well, you know, watch out for the the two Alexi brothers." Yeah. You know, I didn't tell him to watch out for. Uh, Jimmy Lee Janvier quarterback, quarterback and yeah. well, Sebastian Le- Chrissy Lozon <laughs> and, and Jared Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's my bad, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. It's, a, it's an equally strong team, though. Although Free Smoke co-ed in the playoffs did move to Jimmy Lee Janvier at quarterback. Yeah. They did make that that switch, They which is kind of crazy. Like, all season, you you have Jeans Lee, Alexi throwing the ball, and then, oh, playoff time, let's just put Jimmy Lee in, yeah. in there. Um, but, yeah, like... That's just as uh, just as strong, uh, a stronger team, of course, uh, with adding Jared Taylor to the, to the mix and uh, Crazy Lezon. Uh, so yeah, this this division's just it's gonna be it's gonna be wild all season. I and it might be a top half and bottom half heavy team. Is that maybe how you're seeing it? So which of these teams end up in the bottom half? Which of these of the 06 and one teams? Uh, I I don't necessarily like the Vulture. It's, to me, it's not Vultures Plus or Vultures 2.0. This is like Vultures minus James Drysdale. Yeah. Mo- like up, up in Division 3. Uh, don't love that. Uh, I like what Beer Belly did, and they impressed me, you know, with wins over uh, Kiss My Outlaws with like a strong defense. I don't know. I, I just don't see it within this division. Maybe maybe it's because what I maybe it's my first impressions of them losing big to Silent Ticklers in Week One. Granted, uh, my power rankings will come out soon on Instagram, but I think I ranked uh, Silent Ticklers number one. A little sneak sneak peek uh, of the power rankings. So maybe you know going up against the number one power ranked team 
maybe the eye test is making me think that beer belly is going to struggle, but that's just my uh, first impressions. Uh, and I think easy W minus Jeremy white and <coughs> minus, uh, I don't believe CEO uh, living is, is a full timer on the team. At least he hasn't been uh, at least for the, the first two games. Those well, they get to a point where like, because they've been playing together for so long, all of the caps have come up. Yes, yeah. It's kind of I've experienced that with my team. Is like, oh yeah, all of us are getting up there now. Yeah, so yeah. You know. I think those are just two huge pieces that, as good as everyone else is, you just can't replace those. So I think those are three teams that end up near the bottom. You mentioned Silent Ticklers. Um, Adam Rosen of Silent Ticklers is on pace to score forty receiving touchdowns. <laughs> he has eight through two weeks. That's insane. Um, where will he actually finish? Like, given that he's at eight, where does he end up? 26, which is still a lot. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So a lot, but I'm going to say 26. Wait, 26. Yeah. He has, he has eight already through two two games. Yeah. And he's going to get 26. Yeah. That's slightly over three a game. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. I think he's going to get more than that. You think he's going to get more? Yeah. More than that. Three is a lot. No, game. I don't think so. Not for him. I don't think in or division in three, three is the correct number anymore. I think wow. division three is way closer to the division one and two style of you play than before. Yeah, but, but you how don't many see guys in division one and two score twenty six plus touchdowns? There's yeah. been one in Adam Crystal. Yeah, I think so. Right now, tw- there's eight games left. He's getting he's getting at least twenty six. I think he. I think he can easily hit thirty. Okay, I mean, so look, you're like, going over over twenty six again. It's 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 under the average of what he's heading towards, right? So yeah. maybe, um, and like this team is interesting because guys like Andrew Blevings were, were household names when I started playing in FPF. Jordan Panetta uh, was literally on the All Star nomination list, right? Um, sure, and. Mike Zanobi, too, was one of these guys who was like, well, maybe he hasn't played yet, but he, he's, been, he's a guy who's, who's sort of been uh, familiar to, to uh, long-time uh, FPF players. So, and for a long time, this group of guys, you know, they, they, they were solid and they were a really good team. And Adam Rosen came along as he was one of the younger guys from that, that group of guys yeah, who played with... Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Texas Longhorns. Texas Longhorns, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's, it's been an interesting injection of youth. I just wonder, though, at one point, do teams just sell out to stop that? Well, that's the, and that's why I think 26 is the number, because I think Dan Mancini will eat up some of those touchdowns away. As, as yeah, if Mike Zanobi plays, too, he'll, he'll get some of the work. Too. Exactly, and, and especially as defenses start to be like, hey, this guy's really fast. Let's play really deep on him and, uh, and, and take away and really put their best defenders on him. Yeah. Naturally, just Mancini and and uh, Zanobi are are gonna eat away on. At some I'd of say they didn't play two. They, they played two defenses with a lot of athletes, but not two adaptive defenses. Yeah, Beer Belly Brigade is pretty much. Th- this is what they're giving you, and then it's your job to beat them. There's no one who on that team who can stop Adam Rosen's speed. Yeah, no, not specific. Uh, maybe Alex Fafard if he no. But even then, he's not. He's fast, but he's not a great defender. Yeah, it's a different foot angle and foot speed that you need on yeah. defense than when you're attacking with the ball. Blue chips. You know they have they have sure. the, the the Mitchell brothers are incredibly yeah. fast, but again, um, and Sanders, Sanders Armand is on that team as well. But I think it's a team that just relies on athleticism rather than yeah. uh, taking away sort of what you can do. And and I think at this point, now that he's returned to play for a little bit and has played basically three straight seasons, 
Jordan Panetta might be the best quarterback in this division. That's that's saying something. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's crazy to say it. He's amongst the best. Yeah, that's literally I, the thing I said. You said he might be the best. Yeah, that's might be is might be means he's in the category. Yeah, yes, that that I can't disagree with. I I think you and I would agree that Stephen Harrapersad's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like above him. But I mean, uh, above yeah, him. I, I'd say I'd say above, but they're close. It's Adam Sinagra. Yeah, Adam. Well, Adam Sinagra, I think, is still adjusting to FPF. Same with Jules Regenbald. Yeah. Um, you know, Santino Spiranya, Um, it's an interesting style, and he's done amazing things. And I'm curious to see if he takes that next step. In Div Three, uh, are you on the wrong division again? Yeah, God damn it! I knew it. I felt like that. I'm like, why is he throwing out Santino Spiranya's name here? What's wrong with you? I was surprised. I was like, he's he's crushing it in Div Three. <laughs> He's flustered. Um, yeah, you're flustered. Yeah, I thought, you know, <laughs> and then yeah, I, I'd see, I'd see he's a step, a step above like Jason Rossi. It's close. Yeah, yeah, it's close. I, I wouldn't say it's close between those two. A, a little, he's a little more careful with the ball than than, yes. than Jason. Is. Yes, yeah. Which Agreed. is kind of the thing I like about Jason Rossi is how the, there's magic in his carelessness at times. Yeah, you know? yeah, fair, fair. Um, yeah. So, so that's to me. I, I'm curious to see. The kind of season he can have with that group. Um, Last sect is three and all, my man. Did yeah. they win a game? <laughs> they won. They officially won their first game. No, three times. stop for this. the stop fifth the time. God they won their it. third there game. You go. You're doing the Mocon thing. <laughs> I'm doing the making fun of Mocon. Yes. Thing, yes. Uh, yeah, they're three and zero. Uh, I I think Mo set the the over under at four and a half wins for them. Uh, I, th- I, 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 I thought gave them the over. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was low. They're already at three. So, you know, th- after all the punishment they've taken, you know, and getting beat up on teams, they're now the ones kind of doing the beating up, you know, 74 points for, 37 points against, or, you know, they're plus 37 in that differential. Um, beating teams that are have that football experience, FPF experience, like Fast Not Furious 3, you know, beating a team with Ryan Dobbs-Garnett and Alex Noel on the team, uh, and Diana James Landry, like these, these are players that, that have played together often. Well, not Alex Noel, but but Ryan Dobbs Garnett's learning to play the position. I know. By yeah. the way, shout yeah. out, shout out to him for throwing because I can't. He he likes it to, to 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 like joke around and bust guys' chops, but like like he'll 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 come bug me about throwing interceptions. Like, dude, it's harder than you think it is. Yeah. So it's cu- kudos to him for giving it a shot. Yeah. And um, you know, yeah, you scored twenty five points in an FPF game, but. Again, going back to last sec, that's a game where when teams are scoring with them, they tend to they, they would typically fade away. And I think mm-hmm. the, the the momentum they've got from winning a couple of games, it's, it starts to, to be contagious. You start to see, yeah. oh, yeah, these are the things that are working. Oh, yeah, we can stay in the game. Let's do it. Let's keep doing the things that work. Yeah. Like they're start, it's start, I feel like it's starting to click, and it's, it's, it's nice to see from the outside, and I'm sure it's nice from the inside in that huddle, uh, you know, getting a different dynamic more positive vibes from them. They must be feeling good at 3 and 0. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm happy to see it. Um I was surprised that they blew out Block Party. Yeah. 300 is a f- team that made the finals last winter. Yeah. And they got blown out because Block Party is 300 yep, pretty ostensibly. much. Yep. Yep. And uh, you know, Pacquiao, okay, we we knew that was going to be a weak team. I think honestly just looking at like looking at the teams that are in this division, I I think Mo Mo is making a, like you know when you follow an account that's like you know calling the audible without context. Mm-hmm. I think most questions sometimes are calling the audible without context. Like 
he just thinks of the history of Lasek without looking at the other teams in the division, right? Like it's not the right. same competition they're playing right. against. Yeah. You know, like Even they're better than Sneaky Snakes. Um, the Fast and Furious three have a new quarterback. Pucker are are two and one, and are two and one. They were they struggled. You just said how like this is not a great team. They're two and one. They're two, but they're not as good as Lasek. Right. I played against both teams. Right. Yes. They're not as good. I, I like, agree. I agree. Um, you know, and again, Block Party just seemingly not getting things going. To six points scored, man. That's that's wild. Like I know their their call of fame has been their defense. Their defense. Yeah. Uh but right now neither's working for them, you know. So we'll see how that turns to that turns around as well. Um so <laughs> you asked if Allison Francion is two way player of the year. Well if he, if he will be, if he's the leader in the clubhouse. No, I the question was this is Allison Francion's two way of player of the year to lose. I mean who, okay. Who it's not Giroud, but whatever. Is this Alison Francillon's two-way player of the year award is. to lose? I don't know why being so semantical with you tonight. <laughs> God damn it. So, like, I mean, I think it is his to yeah. lose. Uh, who's in there in the running uh, with him? Um, because of how heavily the offense uses Alison Francillon, I think it'll be hard for anyone else legitimately to, complete, to, to compete with him. Um. And I, I mean, defensively, he he he's really the leader of the team on on, on both yeah. sides of the ball. I mean, but like, that's, that's why. On top of that, like you kind of, especially in low divisions, it tends to be teams that funnel the ball to a singular receiver, right? Um, and I mean, Valerie Shelter has a chance. Yep, I think on sneaky snakes. Um, yep. He needs more touches with the ball. You know, yeah. Carol Dorsley can can steadily improve. Uh, at the quarterback position uh, and kind of utilizes his receivers in their strengths. Uh, I think he has the, the deep ball to hit Valerie Shelder and get his numbers up. Uh, he could be definitely a potential uh, to battle it out with Alison Francio. Kudos to Lasek to actually getting a quarterback because that was always our biggest he's gripe been, for their team, he's been right? Been quarterback for a while though. He's but that's why, like, so he's like, "Hey, I'm way better off catching balls. Just feed me instead of me having to feed people." You're and that's changed the the trajectory of their team, right? You're referring to Allison, from yeah, from Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like, and and um, we've we've both played against uh, Rafael Beauchamp de Bois. He's not a finished product by any stretch. No, but it's a it's a but working it's a, product, and he's been and he's been improving. He's yep. been improving. Yep. Like I remember the first time I played against Lasek versus when we played them in fall. I was like, whoa, he's drastically better yep. in just one season. So um, I think them being a quad three and, 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 and really getting some confidence and showing, and like you said, learning the things that work and then just repeating the things that yeah. work. Yeah. Like people think that's a crazy thing. It's like, oh, this worked. Let's try something else now. Why? It worked. Do it again. Do it again until the defense <laughs> reacts and, and stops it. Yeah. Like, it's not – sometimes we make things more difficult for ourselves than we have to. Oh, yeah. With like a 30-page 30, 30 playbook. Yeah. No, the six plays that work, work. And even if you have a 30-page playbook, it doesn't mean you need all 30 for every game. Mm-hmm. You can use four all game over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All hooks. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we talked about Ryan Dobbs-Garnett, but the female receivers on his team, Diana La- uh, James Landry and Cecile Lamar – uh, they're getting involved. They uh, they each had a touchdown each, and averaging 16 yards of reception for laundry. That's that's uh, impressive. Yeah, either 
Uh, she's getting downfield, and and Ryan, they they're they're seeing a connection uh, on on the deep balls, or she's you know catching that five yard hook and making uh, and making some people miss, getting the yak yards. Um, that's 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 nice to see. She's she has the potential to be uh, a pretty solid receiver in in coed. So uh, it's nice to see that she's 16 yards per per reception. That's you're moving the ball. Yeah. That's that's three catches is moving the the entire field. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's uh. It's awesome. It's it's good to see you're involved, and, and that's the key to coed, right? Like, is yeah. if you have matchups, especially w- with your female players, uh, that's where you're going to take advantage. Uh, so kudos to uh, Fast Not Furious. They 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 have experience in coed, so it's now doing that with a different formation, a different um, a lot of the same players, but like set up in different roles. Yeah. And um, if they continue that, I'm I'm curious to see what they'll look like by season's end because I think I yeah. think it's a team that will not look great to start. But from weeks five on, we're going to see a team ver- vastly improving. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's one of those, like, quote-unquote teams you don't want to face in the playoffs, yes. right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which winless teams are most in trouble? Yeah, so there's four here. So there's kind of cool at 0-1, Fast Not Furious, 0-1. I think we can eliminate we'll them. Eliminate them we'll eliminate them based on the, yeah. the last sentence that we just uttered. Yeah, exactly. You got half and half. That's that uh, uh, Gab Wiseman. Uh, mm-hmm. Led team with a no, not Kenny Butzilia. He's he's on his own team with Michael Scott's thoughts. Um, but a half and half team that's 0 and one or a blocked party that we just said uh, at 0 and two struggling on offense. Um. So half and half is interesting because they only played one game. Yep. But they lost the sneaky snakes. Yeah. Which none of us would have picked. No, I would have definitely picked half and half. Yeah. In that. Um. Did Gab Wiseman play that game? He did, but not as QB. So yeah, he's not fun. throwing. Kemi St. Marie is the quarterback of the yeah. team. Um, I believe she's played for Sriracha Hot Chili Sauce in yeah, the, and, in the past seasons as a receiver. Not, not, a, not as a quarterback. Yeah, as a receiver. But I don't think she did that poorly. Like, she completed over half her passes. She yep. completed 16 passes. Um, the yards per pass is a little low, so it looks like maybe just a little too conservative. And then... Once she made that mistake and she threw the interception, uh, maybe that sort of forced her to go more into a shell kind of thing. Uh, um, well, I see it as 120 yards. You're moving the ball downfield three times, and there's only there's two touchdowns and one interception. So, to me, you know, moving the ball three times in your first FPF game, yeah, like downfield and scoring on two thirds of them. Not not bad. Definitely, there's there's something there to work with. Uh, so I'm not too worried about half and half. I'm worried about the block party offense that we kind of alluded to a few minutes ago. Their, I guess, like you said, calling card or their what they're least known for is their quarterback position. They they they're still struggling to to move to find the quarterback for this team. Uh, they're kind of on a carousel of, of quarterbacks. We had Marc Antoine uh, Martin, I believe, last winter. They had they had a maybe even a uh, a duo system. Uh, yeah, Fabrice Robillard. Well, th- now now he's on the team year, as well. Yeah, now this year he's giving it a go. He gave it a go last uh, spring when Alex Papineau wasn't able to be there at a few games. So he doesn't seem like he's going to be the answer. But well, he struggled in FPF as a quarterback in general. Yes, and so like you know. You never know where, you, where you'll slot in in terms of which division you're playing because, like, FPF's, FPF is a hard league. So It is. P- people who play in Div 6 will go play in, like, CMSS and dominate yeah. because 
it's not the same level of competition. Yeah. So Division Six, Coed Three, just because they're the lowest of their respective, uh, you know, set of divisions, it doesn't mean they're weak divisions no, at all. They're not. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm surprised again because because of the experience and because they're sort of like what I thought was a Coed Two team, yeah, sort of slipping down. Yeah, um, I thought that gave them a chance to 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 do some damage, but. It doesn't seem to be uh, to be the case. But I mean, also, it's week two. Most of the teams have played one game. Can we not like? Can we pump the brakes in the panic mode no, just for a second? That's what we do on this show. Yeah, Mike, leg- leg- legendary Mike doesn't seem so legendary. Uh, one also, one like, TD, seven picks. It's easy to analyze it after it happens, Eagle. Yes, this is the predictive nature of our show. Um, and the making fun of sports radio that makes that picks and and and. And predicts the future and is always wrong. And you move on from it and you never go back to how you were wrong. Agreed. But you always remember the times you were right. Of course. Um, I think uh, Kenny Cooley might be in trouble as well. Um, is it? I, I'm, I'm saying that name as kind of cool. It's like kind of cool. Oh, okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. Let us know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Eagle, do you have a separate pronunciation? Kenny Cooley. Oh. There we go. That, that's okay. the right one. Canicule. Canicule. Um, I like that one too. Ath- Athena Ryan looked looked good last game, um, but you know they only scored three times. Um, there's no one here who has sort of like the FPF pedigree. I think that can carry them. Right. So they're gonna learn. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to like uh, experience some some hardship before they see success. I think, and that, and that's gonna be that's gonna be key for them. So. Um, I think they're a team that we can see do well in the future because, again, that's still a good effort. Um, Obed Luria, uh looked really good, um, scoring a touchdown uh, on three targets, and Evan Gubert um, scoring a pair as well. Like The team does look like they have ability. It's just a question of learning the things that are effective in FPS. Yeah, I, I'm not too worried, actually, about the offense, even though 18 points is, is not a lot in your first game uh, as an offense. It's it's fine. It's more the defense. Uh, Kenny Butzili has, you know, ex- struggled in his FPF career as a quarterback. Uh, it's nice to see him, you know, put up 24 points. Um, but for kind of cool uh, to let up 24 points, uh, I think the defensive side of the ball is going to be their not complete undoing but they're going to it's it's hard to play defense in FPF the, the 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 game is built for the offenses and it's just hard to play good defense especially in your first year so i expect them you know losing games uh 28 to 24 mm-hmm. uh 24 to 12 it's uh it's it's hard defense is hard and they're i, I think they're yeah, they're and, and learning that communication and all that yeah. and uh and also like there's there's sort of like Exploits that work in FPF that other teams will know that they don't know and won't necessarily know how to stop. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Early female of the year candidate. I, I like this one here, Vanessa Pierre. Yeah. Um, in Le Paquer. Um, she's exceptional uh, at covering ground. Yeah. Um, you might think something is open. Um, the time I've seen her, she played on at the corner position. Yeah, um, on the flats I, usually. Sorry? In the flats? Yeah, but I've seen her, like, A, break down and cover a play, but then have to cover in, in shadow defense. Yeah. And catching ground on an open receiver in a way that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like that. I like that call. I think um, 
I think she might be she might be there. I wish she was more involved in offense, honestly. Yes, that's yeah. Because uh, she's a very good athlete. Yeah. Um, they're they're a big roster. It's part of it. Yeah, um, that's true. She's got to pick six already, though. So that's she did. She's been putting points on the board either way. Right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So not only exactly she's putting up uh, the statistics, she passes that eye test, right? That, yeah, that's that you, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what you're saying. It's, yeah. I, seeing her play is even more impressive than what she's done. That's how I know. Exactly. Oh, if she was on offense more often, she'd be she'd be really really yeah. impactful. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think she's candidate. Uh, early season candidate for female player of the year. Uh, yeah, the two picks. One, I saw it. It was off uh, Kenny Boutelier. He, she just read his eyes. Like she has a natural instinct for the game, and mixed and paired with her natural uh, athletic abilities, she's gonna be pretty dominant in in co-ed three. Eagle, you're taking timestamps. I am. Okay, great, cool. Nice. I just I forgot to ask you before the show. So production on air. Um, where, so flashbang face the villains. Flashbang Co-ed one forty four thirty. Yeah, Kuwait two. Um, where do we see teams like this at the end of the regular season? I know Eagle. I'm trying to do the more natural thing than Mo does, where he just screams out a division and then starts talking. I'm just trying to go topic to topic instead of screaming Kuwait two. <laughs> it works. Well, the the first thing for flashbang team is who's your quarterback. So good, yeah, good, good question i guess uh i played them in week one it should be charles vettel now did he maybe get a little injured um and i say it should be because he he threw 95 99 of the passes in week one i'm not sure if this is a scorekeeper maybe error of you know uh, a, a double quarterback play that uh, also there were no completions impossible no completions. i know i see it but impossible Philip uh, Dickenzio, three for three. Charles Vero, six for six. Charles Davidson Parrain, five for five. And they did it all in the first half. They put up 44 points in the first half. Yeah, uh, tell me again how strict you're going to be about uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be strict on uniforms. Um, how about we be strict on scorekeepers? Yes. Yes. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, look, these two teams, these are two powerhouse, I'd say, offensive-driven teams. But against everyone or against teams like themselves? Yes, I was getting there. Uh, I know. I'm setting you up, bro. Yeah, I know. Thank yeah, you. You can't alley-oop to yourself. I guess you could have it backwards. Fine. Yeah. You can't alley-oop to yourself. But the hell with you. I want the ball. It's my show tonight. Mo's not here. Yeah. Uh, but I am impressed that they put up 44 on villains. Villains have the athletic ability to maybe overcome their, I don't want to say complete, like lack of knowledge of a defensive game. They they do have some defensive structure, but they do rely a bit more on their athletic abilities to make up ground on, on the mistakes that they make and, and the coverage uh, mistakes that they make. Uh, so to put up 44 on them is, is, is impressive to me. Yeah. Uh, I, these are two very good co-ed two teams. They're not going to be the top, two seeds or the top three seeds they'll be in the middle they'll they're definitely playoff team uh they're i think both of these teams are the type of you kind of said it about 10 minutes ago these are two teams that you might not want to face when it comes uh first round of the playoffs i have concerns or do this do do they have three quarterbacks if you have three quarterbacks you don't have one quarterback as they say um but in all (laughs) in all seriousness um ariane brinko one catch one target Four yards. Yeah. Gabriel Mongrain, a little better for, for villains. Uh, three catches, four targets, 
41 yards in, in, the, in the game they faced off against each other. No other females. Yeah. Uh, I guess, well, Megan Tifo had a single catch on the target. So, like, so villains in their second season in co-ed starting to use their, their, their female players a little more often. Yeah. Um, and they, they made a change at quarterback to Mehdi yeah. uh, Chavchu. I haven't seen him play it, so I'm I'm not sure how he is. But like, the benefit of having uh, Jeremy and Savage Thompson O'Reilly as receivers and having all that speed at, at the yeah. receiver position, I think is is a huge benefit. But again, it's going to be limited if you don't use all five that's, receivers. That's that's the thing that's going to limit them from being one of the top contenders in in, in the division. Uh, totally agree. Now that said. While they may not excel offensively, like Adrienne Branco that you were mentioning, she sacked me three times in week one. Mm-hmm. So, like, she, she definitely has oh, but, the like it's, defensive It's, it's easier for them to be involved on defense because they're not controlling the, the, the play. Right. But I, I know when you're, you're not using them on offense, yeah. you're handicapping your offense. Yes. You're, which, you know what? To, to, to that point. 74 points scored in this game. Yes. But, but it makes it that much, more, that much more impressive because... But against each other. Yes. So, so like, you know, um, you, you, you talked about, okay, great. Branko sacked you uh, three times. Yeah. One, right? Um, you won 26-12. So, all of this great offense, where was it against the Kiss My End Zone? It was nowhere because they don't use all receivers. There you go. Yes, it was there we go. A, a, a designed game plan to, to say, let's take away the, 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 the male receivers because they're going to heavily target them. It's literally the game plan going in. So when when, when they face fighting tigers, um, when they face um, bench warmers, fireball, the IG team, those are not going to be fun games for them. I yeah. don't think when it comes to flashbacks. I, I agree, and that's why they're going to be a middle tier. You know, they're going to be a playoff team, but middle of the tier. Um, and to my point of that's a team you're not going to want to face later in the you know in the first round of the playoffs hopefully it's because they do work out you know the the female involvement in the offense mode like us leads uh co-ed two tied with gab wiseman with 10 touchdown passes but she's thrown five interceptions yeah. we saw in the women's final the game got away from her as she started turning the ball over um i found that interesting because i don't know mode to be someone who's careless with the football um yes and no I mean, it hasn't been the experience I've seen in FPF per se. Um, maybe again, maybe I just caught her so on you games say, where she's been so uh, unworldly, where she can be. So are you saying between conservative or more aggressive, she's... Because so she's aggressive. I, it's not that she's not go. aggressive, but it it seems like she has like timed aggression usually, right? Like <laughs> it's setting up yeah. setting up the deep shot. It's not It's not gratuitous. Right. Are are we maybe suggesting that against a lower, maybe lower competition in, in the women's? Wh- I wouldn't say it's lower. Wait, right? wait, wait, wait. Okay. In in last year's Fall Cup. Okay, the, the Fall the, Cup. The, 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 yes, the women's tier wasn't what it was now in in women's one, and nor is it what it is in coed two. Fair. Yes. Sorry. Yes. You and need to, to let point, me like, finish my sentence. I mean, look, in winter, um, in seven games she threw thirteen interceptions, mm-hmm. but she'll. <laughs> Uh-huh. I guess the, re- yeah. the the reason the reason I like mode like us is is a, is maybe um I will take on Mo Khan's stance here with who am I going for? Mode like us. I'm I'm mode like I'm team mode like us. Yes. I I am too. But I think I think 
like, I, and I li- like, jokes aside, I do like her as a quarterback as well. Yeah, I love her. Um, yeah, yeah, she's great. I love her style, and I think part of it is just, I guess there's things about it that remind me of quarterbacks I like. Like, it's a style I like to play, for example, yeah. where she's completing, like, that season where she threw 13 interceptions, she completed 65% of her passes. Yeah. Those two things don't always happen where, where like, you know, you're throwing essentially two interceptions a game, but you're also completing passes nonstop. Yeah, you're moving so, the ball continuously. So is it is that a product of making a timely mistake? You know, you're 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 on point, on point, on point, and one mistake that you make gets intercepted. That that's maybe being the Josh over, Allen over aggressive. <laughs> over aggressive. In Josh Allen's case, that's just that's just aggression for aggression's sake. Yeah. Um, they'll lose this weekend, by the way. You'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, but th- this season, to be fair, she's throwing she's completing seventy five percent of her passes. That's yeah. And, it's and 10 TDs. She's leading. Like, we yeah. started this off by she's leading the division. Moving the ball. And TD. She's, she's scoring. She's uh, <laughs> scoring. Uh, she's got the most passing yards. Uh, she's second in attempts. Like, the offense is continuously doing stuff. Yeah. Um, Do they lack maybe a, a stud receiver? Male or female? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Dylan Taylor's... I mean, Julie McLaren Thompson can be that. In right. This division. True. True. Um, Dylan Taylor is a solid piece as well. Yep. Um, a lot of those STL yeah. folks from, mm-hmm. from uh, seasons past. Um, but it's a mix of STL. It's a team where Rebecca DeCarry Corbet has all the targets as a female receiver, and she's the only one. She's yep. the only one. So um, I would have assumed she would have brought a bit more of her Brutes uh, teammates. They make it a brute SDL. Yeah, oh, well, we haven't seen Annabelle Chavier play yet, and she's on the roster. Yeah, okay. so so maybe maybe that's where we see that, or maybe she starts getting subs because she, they're not having the attendance they thought they would have. Um, but either way, like it's it's still effective. So yep. it's also working in her case. Um, and Gab Wiseman is doing Gab Wiseman things on that team. No, on on benchwarmers. That's oh, on on because ben- he has he's also tied with, with ten TDs, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you asked. So can she lower these interceptions? Um, I think now taking a moment, like to, because again, I I was basing it more on like the narrative of the times I've seen her play, and that finals game kind of stuck out like as a um, like a sore thumb almost. Yeah, but I didn't. Th- it it wasn't like the w- in other games I'd seen her play, right? And so, but maybe I just saw her on the games where oh she's she's just otherworldly because again she can be, right? I know what you're saying. Like may- maybe it didn't stick out, or maybe it did stick out like a sore thumb because you're not used to seeing it. But maybe left a, a bad taste in your mouth. No, I, I no? mean it's regard. It doesn't matter how I feel about it. I'm just saying that like I think I might have had a false impression because now looking at her stats, she's going to turn the ball over. So. Yeah. Fighting Tigers have to build that into their their their, their team. Like they got to be more aggressive on defense to try and create turnovers. And on top of that, I think maybe playing at a breakneck pace, playing a fast pace, where you give yourself an extra possession because you're going to put pressure on the other team to to have an extra possession as well. And maybe they turn the ball over as well. Right. So like we've talked about this before, where it's like if you're a quarterback who's going to turn a pose- turn the ball over once every five possessions, maybe have eight possessions a game instead yes. of six. Yes. Right. Yes. And and that and that could be the difference because. The other quarterback may turn the ball over once every seven possessions, and now it might it might equ- it might level the playing ground. I I think she's capable of playing the hurry up, and it doesn't have to be 
go, 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 hurry up all the time. She's capable of it. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't no, seen me either, it dude. It's, it's, it's more of a methodical, relaxed, like, okay, we're going to do our thing. And, and it's, it's more of the six drive possessions than the eight. Yeah. And I think that's going to hurt at the rate she's going at, which is two to one is not great. Yeah. 10, 10 to five. That's, I think it'll be enough to get to the playoffs, but it sounds like a first round exit. That's poor, yeah. actually. Yeah, you want three to one is, is average, acceptable. Yeah, that's three to one. You, you'll be a six and fourteen. Yeah, typically five and five. Yeah, you, you'll you're playoff bound at three to one. Yeah, yeah. Two two to one. Two to one's gonna be tough. Two to one is. It's not. You better score a lot. It's not mode like standards standards. No, what I'm trying to. But say. again, it kind of was in that that seven game right. season that we talked about, right? right? So, uh, we'll see. Um, she doesn't have the overwhelming ta- talent compared to the rest of the division the way she has with often with Brooklyn. So we'll see how that goes. Um, James Lee. To have navigated away from James the Lee. So you you mentioned the next topic. Yeah. So it's James Lee and the IG team, uh, kind of last minute team that squeezed into uh, into coed two here to save the standings. They're two and zero. Uh, what do we think about uh, Jeans Lee Alexi as a as a quarterback? Uh, can he dominate here in Coed Two? Uh, he's put up fifty points uh, in the in two games here. I've been impressed with him. I mean, yeah. as a receiver and DB, oh, it's, you he's can't insane. not be impressed by him. That's he's obvious. Insane. Yeah, but um, he seems to have a natural feel for the position that a lot of stud Division One players think they will have, and then try it, and then it's it's harder than they think it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, he's he had some moments last season where I was blown away late late in game moments where it's like oh he can manage a late game scenario that that's right. cool that's yes. yeah. that's not common. Eagle, what are you doing? Nothing. Keep going. Okay. Um, that's that's not common. Um, maybe drop a note in the message so we'll know what you're doing, Eagle. Man, like you're you've been away for a while, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm tired. It shows. Yeah. He gave me milk, by the way, for those for those who viewed, who like were like, "What the hell is Iggy drinking?" He gave me like a bottle of milk. So to be clear, he took Eagle took our coffee orders today, um, and I ordered I ordered my usual uh, black coffee, and I, I received it, and uh, Iggy ordered one milk, so he received <laughs> one a milk one milk. Yeah, here it is. You got your order. You got your order. Um, I like it a lot. I still think, though, like, if Jeansley wasn't throwing, and and we do this a lot, right, Um, where we look at a team and we say, if we move that that insanely talented individual away from quarterback and now they're a receiver and you put a solid quarterback on that team, not saying that he's not solid because it's it's a separate point that I'm making. How devastating would that team be? And I think they would be the best team in Kuwait 2 by a wide margin. Yes. Now, given that's not the case, uh, I look at week one uh, in his game. He lost the offensive battle. Mm-hmm. They lost the TD battle three to two but offensively. Now, he got a rushing TD because he can run on just about 99% of the league. And he got a pick six on defense. Yeah. So he's still relying a little bit too much more. I mean, he's still relying on himself. <laughs> he's not relying on others. Do we, know, like, that, do we know that Jordanson... Alexi is not Jordan Alexi. Probably. I don't. Is. I don't know. I. Uh, which uh, Jor- I actually I don't know. I'm not uh, sure. I mean, the, from the image, uh, will load. 
no, this is a third. Uh, yeah, it, it looks like, like it. Uh, it looks brother. like it. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, so place. more terror brought to FBF from God ridiculous damn. athletes. And he has a three and 14 record. Like, what teams have you been playing on? <laughs> Not good you're, enough You're about to win a lot more games now. Um, look, he's still relying more than just his quarterback capabilities. You get a rusher who can stop him, and you get a good quarterback on your team that is good at protecting the football, and you limit the interceptions that he... You, 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 you're you one to know. You, you face him on defense. You don't want to throw the ball no. his way. Well, I, I made one mistake, and they won the game. There you Exactly. Like that was it. You're three yards uh, wide of a receiver. It's it's probably either getting tipped or it's in his hands. Yeah, you, you you have to th- when your receiver's open. If he's in the area, you, you have to not only throw the receiver but throw away from yeah. the area he's breaking from. Yeah. Because he takes such a good angle on the ball. I saw it. I was like, oh, I got to be careful. And then of course, you were. <laughs> I wasn't. But um, but just to say that, like, it's so impressive to see how quickly he can get to the ball. How how he can beat a receiver who's already in position yeah. to the ball. It's yeah. it's next level for me. That's that's what makes him such a, a menace in Division One, and that's that's what makes him uh, as good as he is in, in this division as well. Yeah. I think he's got enough athleticism. It's it's maybe not the best use of the roster like we talked about. Like yeah. having him as a receiver mm-hmm. is obviously ridiculous. But look, the guy wants to try playing quarterback. He's learning. Yeah. He's yeah. learning quickly. That's cool. And to me, the, the ability to manage late game situations is so tough. It is. And he, it's a he's, learned skill. He's really good at it so It's far. a learned skill. It's 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 you have to learn yeah. and uh, I think and acquire just his, his life experience of playing football at a high level yep. has prepared him for that. Yep. So there we go. That that's that's where we're at with that, you know? Yep. Um They are undefeated though. So we'll see we'll see how that turns out for the rest of the season. Um there are four teams that have not played a game yet in Code One. Le yep. Bleu, Ballbusters, uh that's Carmen Polici's team. Carmen Pelicic coming back from uh, his knee injury, so or Achilles injury rather. Um, happy, happy to see him back because yeah. uh, that injury, st- in- injury was devastating. To I him may have phrased year. that strangely. Th- so there's four teams that haven't played. Yeah, and there are two O and o, o and two teams, Le Bleu and uh, yeah, Bastos. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I, I didn't finish saying that together. I got yeah. distracted by Carm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's it's. it's it kind of frames the division interestingly. Yes. Right? Because we, we have a lot of incomplete information. Exactly. And, of course, at this point in the season, we don't really know what these wins and losses mean. But don't forget, like, for some teams that are 0-2, it's 20% of your season. Right? Like, it's it's a significant yeah. portion. It's yeah. You know, in the NFL, they talk about how teams that go 0-3 have almost no chance of making the playoffs. Like, it's not exactly that because more teams make the playoffs. Yeah. And... The, the the matchups are often um cannibalized yeah yeah so th- there's more interplay and all that so it, it's not exactly the sentence it was right. but nobody wants to start a season that way exactly so who's more in trouble in uh, in your opinion between those those two le bleu ball busters um <laughs> le bleu have such a weird jersey selection the red yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's weird it is weird um Andrea Javier has struggled so far. Um, all the metrics you look for, you know, you want to complete around 60% of your passes. You want to throw, obviously, more touchdown interceptions by by a factor of three, say, to, three, to, three to four, like yeah. we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, 100 yards a game is not enough. Like, 
like, the offense is not doing enough. Yeah. Period. Um, and to be fair, they face two experienced teams with good defenses. So sure. yeah, that that they just maybe got the short end of the stick there. But that's what you're gonna get in co-ed one. Yeah. Maybe they signed up for the wrong division. Maybe I, I don't I'd know. agree. It's too early. Maybe it's too early to tell, but you know, forty-six to six. Although, look, uh, twenty-six to twelve is is not a blowout to Easy Fun, a very experienced team, uh, a team that made it to the finals in in Fall Cup. Twenty-six to twelve, not getting blown out, but it's still like what Eagle said at the beginning of the top of the show in Division Three. You know, we're losing by fourteen points, that's two possessions. You're you're not in the game. Yeah, and then and then for Carmen Pelici, I think there's going to be some adjustment for Ballbusters. Um, they fa- like they had the misfortune of facing off against Sarah Parker and and Alex Nodo Pews. Yeah, <laughs> like now we're talking against then elite. Pa- then they go Power Rangers, kiss my outlaws, Fast oh. and Furious, oh. Northern Braves. Ouch! That so he, oh, there's your a, answer. Not a false king. <laughs> they are. They're Just, gonna go. They're gonna go on six. They're gonna go on six. Carmen's gonna send me a, an angry message. Yep. I'm sorry, dude. Nothing with you. It just coeds it a little different. Um, wow. In terms yeah. of what what you might be used to. That is a hard schedule. And you got the worst draw schedule I've ever seen. <laughs> no, they do end off. They, they have they have a, a bunch of games late in the season though. Um, they play four games in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. That, you know, they they do face. Le- Les Bleus, the game they faced after Northern Braves. Um, that Pizzi- could be a playoff implication, you know, late that yeah. late into the season against two teams that are currently 0-2. Um, I think I think Kylie Poliche is uh, Crime's daughter. Yeah. So, to me, that's just... It's cool no matter what. Like, yeah. Even, the season is a success once you took the field with your kid. Yeah. Period. That, yeah. that just... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going to be the coolest thing in the world, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm 40. I don't have a kid yet, so I'm never going to have that experience. So, dude, that's awesome, man. I'm what do you mean What do you mean you're not going to play when you're 60? <laughs> dude, <laughs> I'm, I be, I'm barely walking the day after games now. Um, but I think I think that's going to be um, – it's interesting because there's there's not a ton of youth uh, when the, the male players. Sean Kennedy, Adi Sharma, uh, these are older FPF players who are talented, but yep. you know, they may have lost a step. Sure. Right, yeah. um, where a lot of co-ed teams just have a lot of speed because it's a lot of youth. Yes, whether it's uh, uh, you know university uh, female players, whether it's uh, ki- you know women that have played in CJAP, uh, players uh, who play CJAP or university basketball, and then the young men that also play on these teams as well. Right, it's it, it is when I first started playing co-ed, I, I was shocked by how young it felt in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the overall team speed is going to be an issue. Um, and I think that, you know, it's going to be interesting. I don't know enough about people like Annie Ainsley Germain. I don't know enough about Anna Pavia. Um, Kyle Poliche, uh, Kylie Poliche, um, I mean, she's learned stuff about the game, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Like, she's, she grew up in a Poliche household. I'm sure she loves f- football. Um, I'm, I, I want to see what she becomes because, like, I want to see her take that step. But right now, she's the only female with catches. She's the only female with targets. It's not a good sign. Not a good sign. Yeah. 
I wonder what's worse, having Carmen Pelice as a father or as a quarterback when he's upset at you. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> which, Bam. Which, which, which is a tougher huddle? Yeah, like, would I rather come home with a bad report card or drop a ball? <laughs> I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she doesn't drop passes because she's come home with a bad report card before. The w- I mean, the she one, has four one targets and one two receptions. One seeped into the other, yeah. yeah. She has four targets and two receptions, so two of them are someone's fault. It's one or the other. Um... Yeah, I think I think they're more in trouble, and it's yeah, it's a combination of uh, wait the, the structure ball of the team. Uh, ball busters, yeah. Oh, I think Les Bleus are more in trouble. Really? Yeah. Okay. Even though we just read out that schedule, I guess everyone's schedule is tough, but yeah. that's remarkably difficult. It is. Yes, that's true. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's some un- unpredictability with Les Bleus. I feel like we we kind of know what we're gonna get from Ballbusters, but like. Hopefully, hopefully they can turn around. We don't want anyone to struggle. By the way, we're yeah, not rooting yeah. against anybody. No, yes, no. You know, no. if anything, we tend to root for teams that are weaker because yeah. we like seeing underdogs. It's yes. why my pixel was sucked. By the way, is I get so emotional in my picks for the underdogs. Yeah. Um. So who made a bigger statement in week two? Kiss my outlaws, uh, winning forty six over uh, forty six six over Les Bleus, or the Funny Club, uh, beating Ballbusters? We talked about how those two teams struggled, but Kiss my outlaws doing what good teams do. And uh, the funny club doing what, what, what they're supposed to do. Good teams are supposed to beat bad teams, and they did that in spades. In yeah. Spades? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. I'll go with funny club there. Um, you know, narrowly beating out party mix in, in week one. Uh, Ballbusters are a good, like, we, we just read out the roster. They're, they're good. To beat them by, what is it, 19? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're proving that. You're a team to be reckoned with, whereas you know beating Les Bleus by forty, where you know someone said that in eh, in facing them, they they should have been a co-ed two team and they would have been a lower end I co-ed mean, two. To, but you talked about the, the names on on the team we just read, but have you seen the names on uh, the Funny Club? Y- yes. Oh, I know, but I can equally <laughs> name you the same on Kiss My Outlaws. Yes. I mean. Yeah. AJ Gomes, Stephen Harperson, Nick Gomez, Rizzo, Alexi Dubois on defense. Jose Allard. I like I, I like Allard. the qualifier on defense. Reka <laughs> and a name I will refuse to pronounce, but you know who you are. Seva, where is it? Seva Subra Mayama. Seva Subra, yeah, crap. That one. Sivas, I practice it too. Seva Subramaniam. Yes. Yeah. I'm usually good with names. Take a take a flight. It helps you practice names. <laughs> oh, okay, a flight. Yeah. You have a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll 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 go with Funny Club. Who it's about who made the bigger statement? To me, like well, Kiss My Outlaws lost week one, so I'm leaning Kiss My Outlaws. But they were missing Nick Gomez, Rizzo, and AJ Gomes. Okay, was their quarterback still not Stephen Harpersad? Yeah, is going he not against supposed to be at that same level go, as Joe Mayer? throwing against Northern Braves. Yeah, but isn't he supposed to be at that level? He, I could tell. I, I hung out with him on the field on on Monday. I could tell he wasn't happy. I'm sure he wasn't. Like he, he doesn't think he should have been blown out forty to fifteen. Regardless, they of the were up. Team. They were up nine points. They or eight points. They were in control of the game. I, I agree with you. But eh, Northern Braves are a different beast. Yeah, I, look, I agreed. They have the two best females. But they got blown out against yeah, Northern Braves yeah. in the second half. But yeah, yeah. Also I in know, the game. I know. I know. I know. I know. To me, it's worse because they got blown out in 22 minutes. Yes, yes, that is what happened. Uh, Look, still, to me, the fact that they... We're comparing these two games, though, in in week two. I know, but I'm saying it's still with context, right? So, like, one team, uh, they haven't 
like suffered adversity yet, whereas Kiss My Allahs already has. I guess. So that's why it's a statement. I guess. Yeah. Also, uh, it's boring if we say the same thing. I, so I have to I find a way to say the opposite thing. I know. Because that's how they put first take together. That's how you argue <laughs> different positions. I, I, I understand the concept. Yeah. Uh, despite scoring one TD less than All-Stars, Flagman Sack lost by two possessions. Yes. Um, Crazy. I like, what is it? Were they lost by 14, I believe? Yeah. And there was yeah. just a one touchdown difference. Division yeah. one, by the way, yes, for I those who are now not following. Yeah, Mocon. The Mocon thing. Again, just follow the show, Eagle. It's not complicated. Um, yeah, so the amount of times I've seen All-Stars do this hurts. <laughs> yeah. It makes me wish I was better at everything in my life, that they could be this good at it. Like, that Kevin Wyeth doesn't, is, doesn't need the ball as many times as you to still beat you. And it's insane. And what you're referring to is that he's scoring a touchdown with his two-point converts. Yeah, constantly. Yes. yes. Constantly. He scored seven extra points with his converts. It's a touchdown and an extra point <laughs> with, with converts yeah. from his converts. So, uh, do do uh, Flagmol Sack have to maybe revamp their two point playbook? Perhaps not completely throw it in the trash, but take a look at maybe if a I, couple if other Alex Nando Pius doesn't doesn't <laughs> if he doesn't throw an interception. They probably still lose. Exa- that's what I'm suggesting. That's crazy. I know, I know. I just, I was like, wait a second. I'm like, but what if he just cleans up the game? Nope. No. They still lose. Doesn't matter. It literally, it literally doesn't matter. I, know, I, I saw it. I'm like six to one, six to one. I'm like, was there a pick six? Yes. Um, I, I believe I, on both sides. I'm like, so where? No, did only, only for uh, all stars. Only Padrone. At yeah. some point, it's on film actually. Check our Instagram. Oh. I didn't. I must have missed out. Oh, I was in New York. Maybe that's why. At some know. point, I heard there's internet now in New York. Uh, I was at a show. I was. Re- I was. I was like eagle. I was really busy. Fair. Fair. Um. So. Yes. W- in 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 like 160 years, when we the Earth is, um, unfortunate enough to lose Kevin Wyeth, mm-hmm. on the tombstone it should just say like two point. It wasn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> Just the legacy leaves behind us just wasn't fair. Like that's it. Like, what do you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. It's crazy it's that you were outscored. You still win. It, it's insane. It doesn't make any sense. It. it I, that's why. Like I, I. I just. I open. I'm like, wow. They. They won by 11 points. They won by two possessions. They scored the same number of offensive touchdowns. It's. 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 It's crazy. So. So. The point. The question is. Do Flagmall Sack have to do something with their two point? Because I'm sure they they and went. They for did it. everything perfectly. They left Kevin White with one play at the end of the half. They scored, and they left Kevin White with one. And he one scored play. on it. What? And he scored on it. Didn't score the cover. Oh, okay. But I'm saying they scored. No, no. Oh, okay. They left him with one play, and and, then, and then they started with the ball in the second half. Oh my god. They did everything perfectly. Yes. And it didn't effing matter. <laughs> hey, you know what? No, that's it. On the tombstone. It just says, it doesn't here lies Kevin Wyeth. It doesn't effing <laughs> matter. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But, but they can do something. I'm tired of saying the same thing about him for 10 years on this goddamn <laughs> show. It doesn't. No, because you, nobody's going to score that many times on two-point convert except for him. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense, Iggy. I got nothing here, man. I'm sorry. I got nothing else to say. I'm, I'm, I've run out of um, synonyms for... This guy's incredible. He's the GOAT. He's him. He's all that. It's everything. It doesn't effing matter. So is it crazy to suggest that kangaroos 
are more hurt by their 60 to nothing defeat uh, forfeit win than the Braves. <laughs> I completely threw you off track. I'm moving on because there's nothing. Are you tired of me screaming at you? <laughs> yeah, yes. So again, is your question? So is it is it crazy to think that by winning sixty to nothing via forfeit that the Kangaroos are more hurt by it than the Braves? By the way, the reason why this forfeit happened, the Braves were actually in a f- international flag tournament yeah. in Tampa, Florida, yeah. and they oopsed when they made their schedule to forget to black out a couple dates. I, I guess because yeah. a lot a lot of games were moved for that tournament yeah. because. Teams use the blackout. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I mean, it, won't, they it won't matter to the Braves because they'll make the playoffs. But I mean, they fielded a roster in the past, so I, I'm sure they thought, well, we can, you know, we can field a, a roster of Charles Vedo and and other random guys that just show up and play as the Braves. And unfortunately, this time they they couldn't do it. So the question is, but how does it hurt Kangaroos by not practicing after a three touchdown performance by Dan Lazaro in Week One? Okay. You know, not getting the reps. I mean, knowing him, he probably went to Hebert Dome. Like, <laughs> no, he went outside. And and he yeah. threw outside in Hebert. I mean, also that, yes. He, he had guys running routes right, in, like, in, in, uh, in Sorel boots. But, like, shaking off the rust in a real game, you know? Like, the, the missing out on the reps and, and getting a chance to get back into midseason form in, in week two. But, I mean, I'm sure he can literally call up the uh, the Hebert uh, field owners, be like, yeah, I'm booking a practice for the Cougars, and it's just his guys. How does Mo do a better Dan Lazara than you? A guy, I mean. There we uh, go. <laughs> that's actually, that's a little rubbish. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're all already peaked. That said, <laughs> they face KGP Plus. In week one? In, we, in the next week. Oh, okay. And be, that's that's before they have their rematch against All-Stars. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the get-right game they need. I think I they'll, they'll be okay. They'll win that game. And then we're going to have an awesome rematch between. We'll have the We'll have the match we wanted week one. I don't. I don't put a lot of stock in the week one results because yeah, neither do I. Honestly. There's a, there's a lot of times like especially like the come down after winning a championship, right? Oh, life is amazing. I'm on top of the world. I'm gonna go out there and be perfect because I'm the greatest. I just won a championship, right? Uh-huh. And you know, uh, unless you're Kevin White, then it doesn't even matter. Better. Uh, Everyone's everyone's affected by. That. I I felt the rust in week one. I said it last week. I was behind the, the the computer, but I felt the rust. Even though I I won all my games, I just didn't and you know didn't throw. I threw one. Stephen Harper saw went over three. I just in week one. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you had rust. Dan Lazaro throwing throw only it. three. You know, only completing by the way, fifteen passes. Yeah, like that's why. Like, didn't don't you think they would have? I mean, I mean, yes, but you're gonna take a free winning his Braves if you can get it. Yeah, <laughs> why not? You yeah. know, like. And obviously, like you'd rather play than not play, period. Because it, yes. in the end, you paid for these games, right? So, yeah. but the zero points against does that help them in the yeah you know, when it when, I mean, yes. comes season? It's better than having points against, so sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I understand. It's Quick like, side like note, by the way, uh, shout out to Phil Cutler and the rest of the KGP Plus team to play Div One because uh, we always give shit for teams that don't do it. So like, uh, it's just music, uh, soft. Yep, soft, soft, soft. That's three weeks in a row. That's Let's what? keep that. Let's make it a thing. It's three weeks in a row. Let's just make it a season. Hey, one I thing. wouldn't look if Jesse told me. Look, I don't think I'm ready yet. I'd be like, okay, man. Like you, you make that jump when you're ready. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm a little. I'm not as harsh. Harsh when it comes to guys jumping up because I know it. There's a psychological element that you got to yeah. feel ready. Yeah. But come on, you told me you're gonna do it, bro. You were sure. You, it wasn't like I think so. It was like yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. There's no pondering. And he's good enough. Yeah. He's yeah. absolutely good enough. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
So speaking of the Braves, they're them and Flagmoal Sac. We're, we're like talking about these three teams. You know, they're they're all that, but none of them have a win. They're winless. They're both o one and one. Of course, you know but they tied each other, <laughs> tied each other, and then Braves forfeit. So they're they're winless. We've seen Braves come off to like a slow start in recent years, but then rattle off you know eight wins in a row. Yeah. You know, go go into the playoffs on a heater and then ride the momentum all the way to, to a championship. They, the thing is, like, they have that switch. Yeah. Like, they they have enough of a pedigree that they literally look different in the playoffs. Yes. They're, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, yeah. different in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and things just happen to go their way, like George Gary P coming uncovered at, the, at midfield during an onside attempt. How? <laughs> Do you not see it? The mountain in the middle of the field. He's blind, a mountain. Blind spots. Yeah. Uh, Eagle, can we get Joey working on the advanced analytic ties above expected? Thank you. Blind side routes. Blind side. Uh, no, just ties. Just uh, When a team ties, should they have tied more often or less often? Oh <laughs> it would be the most useless stat. So are you suggesting that Flagmoal Sack will have a harder time coming out of their 0-1 in one hole? No, because... I mean, guys, remember, only one team technically gets eliminated from playoffs here, right? We're using NFL style, so yeah. one seed gets by, and then two, seven, three, six, four, five. So yeah. as long as they don't throw the rest of the season and they do better than Bulldogs and KGP Plus at this point, they're in. Yep. And I think that's pretty safe. Yeah. So yeah. then it's just get hot at the right time and make a run. Um, yeah, and... Essentially, I, d- I don't think it'll matter to either of these teams. And also, Flagmoal Sack has the most carefree attitude of any team that's ever taken the field. I would be surprised. I- I'd be surprised if they remember the result next week when they take the yep. field. Okay. Like it, they just look up at one point, like, "Oh, we're in the playoffs. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let, let's let's get it done." You it's know, like, time, yeah. it's. Uh, I'm I'm not particularly worried about it. I I love Flagmoal Sack's a team where it's largely been the same group of guys. Yeah. And and they've sort of added pieces here and there, and they, they tend to bring them back. Um, and people like Guillaume Paquette was a great addition along the way. Francis Rochelot, yep. we've talked about in on other teams in the, in the fall season. Um, they, this is probably the the best version of their team. That and what we saw last winter. Yep. Um, I think they were record-setting, and in, in I forget what it was I saw recently, and I'm like... It was 2022 or 2020 where like they had the most points for or some yeah. some. It was the, the year they won the championship, I believe. Yeah, it yeah. Was the year before last? But anyway, the yeah. the most recent run has yeah. been the most impressive of, the, yeah. of theirs, yeah. you know. And they're always that team just on the outside looking in, and they've kind of felt more to be that top tier uh, recently, and it's been awesome to see. But they are leading the league right now in ties above expectation, because I did not expect them to have a tie. So, advanced analytics all over the place today. Um, Jason Rossi? Are we... Sorry? Jason Rossi? Yeah. Yeah. Um, why does Jason Rossi keep playing in the Legends division? Because he's over 35? No, no. But in the lower 35 plus division. It's the lower of the two? Yeah. Is it? What? I mean, that's not the way I have always understood it, yeah. right? Like, isn't it like once you register a team, oh, that's the, the, the draft? The team division versus the... Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just because I remember him... The lower I remember division. him like... I remember him walloping. Yeah, this is the draft, and then this is a pre-registered yeah, team. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, I just remember him like walking through 
the, the division the last year and everything and yeah. pissing off every team in the division and they're doing it again <laughs> are they 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 just squeaked out a win 18 to 12 over rainmakers who you know after a few years off are coming back yeah but that's, that's a former division one raw like team or not completely but yeah, largely but in it in in the context where Rossi's continued to play and elevated his play over, you know, three seasons and Rainmakers haven't played for at that high level for f- four to five years. They they played in the Fall Cup 2021 uh, or 2020 even uh, in Division 6 or, or Tier 3 with uh, Ryan Kastner throwing, Derek, uh, or the, uh, one, uh, the, the non-QB. Anyways, they... they to only beat them eighteen to twelve, you're, it sounds like your your question was suggesting like I was expecting to see a forty to twelve scoreline. No, it's not that. It's just that I I still expect them to go undefeated. Um, Maybe this is a close game. Um, look, Ryan Kastner at his height was the second or third or fourth best quarterback in FPF. He's not that anymore. I think the game's evolved a little bit. He's a little bit older. He hasn't had the same level of commitment. Obviously, he's got other things in life going on. Um, I think he'll get there sooner than later. Um, mm-hmm. But right now, just the way this team is composed in terms of pacemakers, they're, to me, a step above. And Jason Rossi, to me, is playing the, the best football. Like, like... Over the last couple of seasons, he's been playing the best football of all the, all the quarterbacks in the division. You don't like Monster with, uh, is it how do you is it Peterkin or Peterkin? Andrew Peterkin. 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 Ah, I, I, dude, you this is pre Iggy era. It's pre Pete era. Andrew, Andrew Peterkin. There you go. I know I mean, him only from thirty five plus. Paul Lapierre, Craig O'Brien, Tony Lala, Andrew. Who, who's playing? Who's playing defense on this team? Uh, Craig O'Brien, Carl Denis. Paul LaPierre, Tony Lala, Corey Cook, Dominic Tossi, Tosi, Tossi, Tossi. Yeah, I wish I would got. I wish I got an answer to my question. That that's who's playing defense. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Ha. I ha. I don't think they're gonna be a strong enough defense. They they've they've scored uh seventy seven points in the first two games and they're one and one. They're gonna outscore their mistakes. You got, they're gonna have to outscore everybody. Yeah. They're gonna have to outscore everyone. Um, they they, they beat Gladiator this week. Gladiator still t- put up five scores, right? So like, mm-hmm. um, and and by the way, it's cool. What's cool about this is this is all pre Aguirre, but yeah, Frank really. LeBeau was also and Gladiators were also one of like these right. I've top that name, teams in the FPF. I think I've heard that name from you guys. They're, here, they're yeah. and they're more recent than than uh, Andrew Peterkin, right? Yeah. So like, this it's a lot of former uh, Division One guys, right? Right, like, or guys who just aged out of playing in the top division, basically. Um, I like Gladiator. I think I think they're gonna be they're gonna be fun. Um, I just think that there's something about the way pacemakers are uh, have been put together that they're just really solid across the board in a way that none of these teams are. Is that a factor of still playing in the men's divisions? Partially, yeah. Like Jason Rossi's seeing things that are happening quicker. Yeah, like exactly. I can't tell you going from tier two. Yeah. To throw in Division Four, how comfortable that felt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how slower everything, how much yeah. slower everything felt. Yeah, by comparison, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would imagine there's a bit of that going on for, for Jason Rossi. Um, sure. Playing in Tier 1, playing in uh, Division 3, Junkyard Dog, yeah, Division 3, Divi- yep. 
it's 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 that it'll do that, yeah. And the chemistry's built with Chris Chris Brockwell, the Williams brothers, uh even Scott Binns uh in the spring season I believe they, they threw together. So Yeah, but but yeah, but I still see some competition there. I I don't see it being the breeze. I ju- I, uh, I think it's too early to say that. I just like That's defensively. I think they're better. I think the Williams, the Williamses, yeah, Yavar Ashfari, Ashrafi. I should I should know the names of my teammates. Yavar yeah. Ashrafi uh, is a really good defender, underrated yeah. in a lot in the, in a lot of ways. Uh, Chris Brockwell is really usable on both sides of the ball. He's a guy. Who's a quick rusher, especially at thirty-five plus? You yeah, that's an advantage to have, yep. right? Um, so yeah, I think I think defensively they're stronger, and I think offensively everyone just plays the role perfectly, in a way that um, a lot of these teams don't really have that, in my opinion. Fair. I I, I think there's other teams that that are ready to rise to the to the challenge. Does so the draft work in the KTFL division? Is it ultimate parity? Does know. anyone actually know how the draft works? And this question is more <laughs> so for Pees as um, not having been drafted as a quarterback. So I believe the draft is when you leave the window open, uh, Eric gets in. I thought it was when you pour from the tap. Mm. I believe that's pronounced Joft. Oh, yes. Joft. 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 Um, I mean, look, it's a draft, man. They pick players. Yeah, but like... How? Who's By choosing online? Them. But who's who's online? team captain? Is it in person? These people can use the is it like they're ancient? Do you have to designate <laughs> as a quarterback? Is that the first pick? Like, yeah, how do does it actually work out and everything? Like, I've never actually been there, nor will I for a couple more years. But um, yeah, will it was I ever? It's too far. Maybe yeah, maybe good. Dave Allen should write it in his articles because he's writing for thirty five plus. Yeah. yeah. Either way, to your point. All the teams are one and one, and all the teams are plus minus seven. Just some are positive, wow. some are negative. It's <laughs> amazing. The ultimate parody. So clearly they're doing the draft right. Yeah, it's, it's like the Eastern Conference in the NBA right now. I don't know who's good. I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. I got, like, I saw it. I was, I was looking through it. And, like, <laughs> I, I'm not making my way out to be a derpy, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, it's too far for me. It's I got far. too much to do. Um, so I did. You know I, we can I read do? through. We can I read make it a road trip. We go get Smoke Me Pete's and we go check out a game. Oh, I, oh you know I, what? If we do Smoke Me Pete's, I'm down. I'll do that. I'll do yeah. that too. Yeah. Let's, do, let's do a road trip. Is there bowling snacks. in uh, that area? Is there what? They're bowling. Maybe. Well, what do you want to lose? <laughs> no, no, no. Apparently, it's a corporate event we do here at FBI. And <laughs> 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 for his rain man of bowling. Uh, well, uh, you want to put twenty bucks on the line, Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll lose that money. <laughs> Whoever has the worst score pays bo- for the smoke meat. How What's your that? highest bowling score? Do you know? Probably like 140. All right. So you'll, you'll be comparative to, to Iggy then. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not getting 300. Also, is, next question. Is bowling 35 plus? Is it 8 minus and also 35 plus? Oh, interesting. So like, is it's not between 8 and 35? I feel like you can only play bowling between eight, in the Under- ages of 0 to 8 and 35 plus. Like when did you take like it full, up again? Like full time? No, 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 no. I no, I don't. I go like once every three months now. And Disagree. Every, once every four. No, you go. You go to the weekly base. No, man. I, it's ridiculous. It's I know. Ridiculous. A score high of two twelve. I yeah. I hit two hundred one um, last month. I was. I was. Um, if I hit, that was the second time I hit over two hundred. Yeah, I don't know my, why I'm good at bowling. I'm my high score in bowling is like nine beers. That's yeah. that's my high score in bowling. That was um, that was your last time we w- we went out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, it it look it's it's cool to see. 
Yeah. It's what you want in a draft division. Yes. You want all the teams to be about the same level. That's kind of been the the thing that's kept KTFL alive and relevant through all these years is mm-hmm. that it's a league where people legitimately just show up, have a good time because um you're not gonna show up and get like stopped by another team. You're not gonna show up and, and face a team where you know you don't have a chance. Um and we see that and Paramount beat FPF this week. Mm-hmm. Right? And um it's a 44-30 win. And, okay, so they didn't have they didn't have Jeff Rosenblatt in right. FPF. Yeah, I see that, yeah. Um, but it's cool to see Chris Olsen, who, you know, has had made his way through FPF, having yeah. 16 of 19. really a stellar day. That's, if that, oh, come on, if that's not a perfect quarterback rating, 16 of 19, oh, 202 yards, 60 Ds, how do you, and it's not a perfect quarterback rating. It's 150.5. That's really, really good, great rating. But how is that not a 156.3? Yeah. 158.3. 158.3? Yeah. 156. Yeah, yeah, 158.3. How is that not a per... I don't, I don't know, it. man. I don't get it. 84 per passing percentage? <laughs> Come on. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, that's a great day at the office uh, for, for Chris Olsen. Um, what do I see here? Yoni Lear being targeted a bunch. What's well, new? When he, What's when he new? Comes, when, when because Yoni Lehrer and Jeff Rosenblatt haven't played together yet this season. Okay. Um, when they do. Yoni Lehrer has the most catches in an FPF game because one day Jeff Rosenblatt just decided to give him the record. <laughs> and when he like wh- when he turns on like a, a, a three-yard out, uh-huh. there's, you can't yeah. be covered. He, yeah, yeah. he missed on yards per attempt, by the way. That's the reason for it. A 12.4 is not good enough? Man. Nope. No, but no, no, no. On, on no, 16? that's per catch, per attempt. Oh, per attempt. QBR. Yeah. Oh, what, do you, what does it say? What it has to be for a perfect score? I mean, it's got to be close, though, because 202 on 19 attempts is significant. Yeah. yeah, to get a perfect rating. Hold on, I know. But you know, over, but you know what's stupid, Eagle? It's not scaled to our field size. That is true. Yeah. So That's true. It, it yeah. probably would have been a... Yeah. Like, you got to double it, right? Yeah. More or less. So, like, just the yards per pass completion is 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, a, different, yeah, it's a different yeah. sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Maybe uh, let's get let's get a call into our advanced analytics team and have them revise our QBR. Yeah, go back and change all of them Cap in all past games. Cap adjusted. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's the only way to do it fairly. It's the only way to do it fairly. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see that pairing. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. seeing them play together for years and years and years. And Yanni hasn't played in in the uh, FPF divisions in a while, so seeing him back at 35 plus. It's he cool. Kill, I don't know if he's a year. sub because he wasn't there week one. Well, he kills it every year. Every time I see him, he has ten receptions. Yeah, because he's more. literally unguardable, dude. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he turns around and you have a boulder in front of you. Like, what are you, what are you gonna do about it? And, and he's quick too. And he for takes size. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he's he's very aggressive on the ball. You so need twelve and a half yards per attempt. Uh, he only scored ten point six. That's why. Sheesh. Only. Yeesh. Only. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> that and that now you know now you know why he didn't like the perfect quarterback rating. Um, I there asked. are four teams that are zero two in Division Five A. Clinkers, backwards, tip top shape, Tokyo Sandblasters. Um, who's in the most trouble? I have the answer because I played against which to- one? Tokyo Sandblasters. Ro- I <laughs> Rocco Cristiano's kind of spearheading the team and uh, and taking on the leadership role there. Even him at one point in my game, he just he. I'm like, where's Rocco? Where's Rocco? I'm always looking for Rocco on the field, and it's like two consecutive drives where he's just like, 
I'm not going on the field anymore. <laughs> um, they're going to struggle. What was he just trying to give guys reps and or he checked out? I think he checked out, but he, he to, in fairness, he came back in and and, and continued, you know, learning uh, the game. I, at the same time, I'm running my pace of an offense, which, you know, can be a little quicker. This is a, other than, um, uh, I also pace the Pizzicalot. Yeah, the next week, which Two is really, really tough matchups for them. Him University is going to be tough because of the athleticism. Yeah. And big five bats are athletes also. It's ah. for, for they should have been Division Six. They're probably yeah. not Division Six because Rocco probably has has them busting the cap in six. Uh, Just one player, though? Maybe. Uh, if they He's fit. Throwing, if, obviously, so. If, if they could have fit in Division Six, they should have gone in Division Six. Because yeah. they're learning the ropes. Hey, hit us up, by the way. If you have a story as to why you registered for the division, let us know. Give us some backstory. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. If, if Yeah, if they were way over on defense, but their offense definitely fits. Yeah. yeah. Well, then there we go. So they, uh, they're going to struggle. Actually, they're, no, wait. No, wait a minute. I'm looking at the wrong side. No, they, they actually are way over for Division 6 on both sides of the ball. Okay. I, yeah. I, mean, I was looking at the Piquetas. Yeah, it, it's hard to fit a team in Division 6, to be fair. Yeah, and it's it's really it's the two uh, well three players Rocco Joseph Shaloub and uh, and Matthew Caponi who have played with Penetrators in the past. Yeah. Um, look, they wanted to you know make their own team uh, and 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 give it a try with some of their other friends. It it's a learning curve. There was a butt fumble in my game. That's that's hard to do in a field. Yeah. The snapper butt fumbled it on the last play of the half, and we're like. How? It, it, he it's snapped it on his butt and it just hit the ground. He just didn't let go of the ball? <laughs> no, he, he let go, but it went straight up and right back down. Mm. So we're like, do it again. <laughs> Have the final play, redo it. <laughs> the wrestler did that? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. we're like, let let him do it. <laughs> let him redo it. Yeah, we, uh, they're, they're, look, yeah. So they're, they're going to struggle. Um, Matt Gondry. Uh, is this as simple yeah. as just getting an actual quarterback? That too, because in week one they they rolled with three. But like Eagle, guys. it's not like there's a quarterback tree out there. Like I mean, I'm sure they know probably enough tackle guys, but like not everyone's necessarily available. Although this is the season where they would be available is winter. Rather, the concern on this roster is is, is the quarterback play, it, right? It, like it if really you if was. you get really either was. pick someone and work with them to develop a playbook, and yeah. then okay, fine. I, I, or, and I don't think yeah. I don't think Rocco's playbook is teachable. He's the one calling the plays in the huddle. Yeah, but that, I find that doesn't work. That's, that's the that's biggest struggle as a quarterback because at worked. that point you're executing, you're not learning, and it's yes. very hard to read a field on plays you don't understand, yes. right? Yeah, that's the, it's the it's the triple slant thing where, oh, yeah, we're going to run triple slants. So, yeah, but if you don't understand the concepts, the yeah. timing, the windows, it doesn't work. Yes. Anyone can run it, but you need to know how to what run to it. What to look for. Not just do it. Yeah, you need to know what to look for, when to look for it, shooting, people shooting certain gaps and, and positioning. They're... They're just they're gonna struggle. The other yeah. one where uh, Marc Andre Desalniers is reaching out, you know, for for a bit of help with the Clinkers uh, are amongst the teams there at at zero and two. I think they're they're a team that can work it out as the season goes along. Um, that, that team should be good enough to win games. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Marc Andre's been away from the game a little bit, a little bit, um, yeah. and it's it's an offense as you know. And I know that uh, requires spacing, timing. Yeah, nine interceptions in two weeks yeah. is a lot. Uh, and this roster is good. Yeah, it is. What? Sorry, the roster is good. Yeah, I, I think it's just the lack of uh, familiarity 
not necessarily with the roster, because a lot of guys he's played with before, but just being on the field together for some time. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's five like, interceptions this week. Look, it happens. Yeah. Um, with a, against a ballers team. Like I think that, we, that's we had spoken about it, and I was telling him, like, it happened to me with uh, the first week in co-ed last, last season where you're throwing where you think the receiver's going to break, they don't break, and then the ball sails beyond that point, yeah. and it, it, it's in a defender's hands. Yeah. You yeah. know? And, like, week one, 25-19 to 19 loss to menace to sobriety, he had a 19 nothing lead. So he let he let, kind of let that one slide. So I'm not I'm I'm not super concerned for for clinkers. I think they can work out the yeah. clinks. The, the roster's strong enough. That, yeah. To me, that's a playoff team. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. So They're, the other way to look at this is on nine interceptions. Assuming your opponent scores in every single one of them on their uh, upcoming drive, yeah. that's 54 points plus EPs. They had 55 scored against them over those two games, right? Yeah. So yeah. if he just takes away the interceptions, he technically is Half. never scored against conceptually. Yeah. Glory Boys next. That's going to be tough for them. It's winnable if he protects the ball more than the nine yeah. picks in two games. He should win just because it's a team that I don't think has experienced defending uh, that kind of system. <sighs> they gave me fits. But they're, they're just good athletes, though. Like that's yeah. the thing. So yeah. So he might struggle again. He needs to protect the football. In Rather, that. it's Glory Boys that might struggle against Clinker's defense because. Glory Boys are not used to the coverage that clinkers will usually offer. Maybe. Yeah, possible. But it, but if they turn the ball over a bunch, it won't matter. Because they'll get enough yeah. cracks at it that they'll yeah, win the exactly. game. I don't remember how Backwood Football Club did in previous seasons. They played last year with uh, Liam Gilmore, yeah. Hennessy. Uh, I want to say 5-5 five and five, or maybe a 6-4 and four record. I mean, we, cause we, we've talked about Hennessy, Araye. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they're 0-2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, look, they had him University Week One, and who were a lot of freak athletes. Yeah. And they put up thirty-seven. So like they're in that game. They yeah. lost by a touchdown. Uh, they lost by another close one to Ice Up. Um, yeah, they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. Haven't seen Ice Up. I think you you're more familiar with Max Marini, yeah. Mickey Marini. I think I missed them by a year or two of really following the league. Yeah, they uh, haven't been around for a little while. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that ISUB team is 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 a good one. So look, two two tough matchups in your uh, in your first in in your first three really. Red Knot Skins are a pretty pretty good team. Uh, look, Division Five A is 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 good. Their schedule is tough. West Island Boys, Ballers, Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. Glory Boys. He's, I I don't see a, a too too many wins, but they're going to be competitive in all their games. So I'm not. Overly concerned either with backwards football club. When he stops playing football, how can you even define Div DeAndre's quarterback play? When what? When he's done playing, how can you even explain Div DeAndre's football play at the quarterback position? Up a roller coaster. I don't understand. It's, I don't understand. It's up and down. Yeah. I asked him the other day. Yesterday, uh, he was bailing us out with uh, photography. Thanks again, Dave. Uh, what happened? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, getting uh, getting to know my receivers. Uh, it wasn't a great day, uh, great day at the office for him. I think I stopped throwing to five. I was like, oh, he's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, me too. Four touchdowns in two games. Okay, rough start, rough start. Yeah, uh, getting to know with his, his receivers, a couple new guys on on the team that he hasn't thrown with before. That, like we said, takes a second. I don't think his his defense helped him out. When you're letting up 46, you easily find yourself. 
forcing the ball like we said uh you know yeah earlier but on like the it's, show. it's 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 both sides right we're like yeah. you're not scoring you're not moving the ball so they're getting good posi- they're, they're getting good field position yes. yeah. um they're scoring against you so you're pressing more so you're also not converting so they're getting yeah. better field posi- position again like the whole game get, gets out of sorts yeah big fat bass is gonna be tough for them because um because i'm a stoop. <laughs> yeah like that's <laughs> a lot of athletes yeah uh, that's a again we talked about last week. That's a big addition for them, right? So, um, and then clink, clinkers, I think, is where they'll start to yeah. see some teams more of the caliber, right? Yeah. So, uh, that's going to be a defining sandblasters to your to your question. I think is probably uh, or did I ask the question? I don't remember. Whoever asked I the did. question, me to that question. Yes, um, I think uh, I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be the worst of, the, of that group. There are four quarterbacks with nine TDs after two games three of which have come up from Division 6 and Division E. Uh, of this bunch, who are you most impressed with uh, in their quarterback development? Uh, Noel, Sebastian Noel, Matthew, Yana Kuligales, and uh, Zach Stacy, Matthew Zapatelli. And yeah. Liam Gilmore, very closely behind at eight. And, and Liam Gilmore has a team that's 0-2, which is, which is interesting. Um, Sebastian Noel's coming coming back. Uh, I, I felt like he already started his FPF career on a higher platform uh, than guys like Zach Stacey, Matthew Zepatelli. And the team is really good also. Well, yes. I, I, you can say the same for Zach Stacey. Like, those right. two teams are yeah. really well built. Yeah, uh, They were in, in the finals. Yeah. Uh, well, in the case of uh, Save the Turtles. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah. Um, the interceptions are concerning, though. A little bit. Yeah. It's like that's a season's worth if you want to get like QBOI caliber fair. quarterbacks there. So yeah, yeah for sure. But I think the, the concern for them above all else is winning games, right? Um, uh, and there's also, by the way, I I know uh, Eagle mentioned Matthew Yanakoulis didn't make the list that, that we put together before the show, but also oh. nine touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, only because well, again, his because oh, he didn't come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. didn't come up from the division E's and division sixes of of, a, of FPF's past. Uh, but also because, you know, nine TDs, yes, but six interceptions, very, very high. Uh, my answer to the question, though, is Matthew Zepatelli. I don't know if I'm I know. impressed with the rise because he, he was already making strides last season. And yep. the fact that he's that fast and can buy time yeah. gives him a great opportunity. And it's about him, A, developing. He's going to have to develop sort of pocket presence as time goes. But for now, be an athlete, make plays, and... That's what he's doing, but it's and he inter- has less around him than Zach Stacy, less around him than Sebastian. Well, Mike. well, no, they have they added Sam. Mas- Sam Mas- never mind, never mind. You're forgetting about Sam Mas- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um Because because before it was it was him and AJ, right? Like just yes. just that that was and a great connection as it yeah. is. Then they brought in a Simon Sanita, one Simon Sanita last uh, Fall Cup. He was like a wide receiver too. Now you're putting Sam Mashtub at wide receiver one and AJ at wide receiver two. I think the way they run, AJ's still receiver one. I still think so. He, he's the one who catches the short, like the yeah. the, 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 the yak receiver, the, the guy who's going to get yards after the catch and the guy who's going to just have easy convertible passes. It's going to be AJ Zipatelli. We see his yards per reception dropping because there's less missed tackles as you move up. Uh, but that's fine. Like, who cares? You're going to get seven yards of reception to one of the fastest guys in the league who can just break at any point? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Plus, you got to worry about having Sav match on the other side. Luca Lecese is also fast. Yes. You know, like, the team speed here is, is really great, but the team speed, I think, for the, 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 the overall receiving core that Zach Stacy has, like we've talked about, yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. I just like the one. Zepatelli was a gunslinger at all costs. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. The one interception. Yeah. I like that. 
Yeah, like and it's, he's protecting it's being the ball. a little patient. It's uh, it's buying time. Uh, change And a lot of times, being mobile enough means that you can change your throwing window. Yeah. Right? I've talked to you about little like design rollouts with three, three or four steps just to clear the window away from the rusher. He can do that, but also just take off if he needs to. Right? So yeah. that, that, that's a big deal. Um, we got four teams sitting with a 2-0 record in Division 5B. Um, how would you rank Warriors, Primal, the Nicolas Cage movie, Green Monster, and Killer Rays? Uh, in terms of... Rank, I'm ranking them one through four from yeah. best to worst. From, <laughs> from least, Power worried rank to them. least worried to most worried. Since we're doing worried, because we keep asking if we're worried about teams. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm anxious. It's this week is two. the most worried podcast <laughs> in North America. I'm worried. On your worry meter where yes. do you put them? From least worried to most worried. Yeah. So, number or one. Or since we're in St. Leonard, to all worried. I'll go... It's close. Uh, number one is going to be between Warriors and Killer Rays. I'll go Killer Rays. Number two, Warriors. I'll go three, Primal, and four, Green Monster. Why Green Monster solo? They've taken a few seasons off, and I just think the competition that they've played so far isn't the same as the other three teams. Fair. Uh, where's uh, Who have they faced? I was just on it. I have... 18 tabs open. Uh, they have played <laughs> Balso Hard U and Stormers. It's why I keep going to the wrong division. Yeah. They also have 18 tabs open. Now, they do have Primal next week, yes. so that's like your deciding game. I mean, yeah. in theory, if the teams are neutral for the rest of the season, then that actually is the one who would claim one seed in that uh, right. conference. Right. So. But for years, the issue with them was they weren't strong offensively. Right. And now... Well, Patrick Jason yep. has learned a lot. Yep. He scored eight touchdowns in two games. Yeah, that's um, good. He's... He's obviously a great defender. He scored. They, they have a rushing touchdown with James D'Souza as well. Um, I'm impressed by that because the defense, we already know the defense is good. Yes. So, yes. like, okay, they're not necessarily going to score 26 and 30 against everyone. But, you know, if the defense can limit the other team to four scores, they can win any game. The, qu- the question is, of course, playoff football, we know that's harder and harder to do. Yes. Um, and and primal might be that that first that first tough matchup for them. Are um, they the underdog in that game? Three and a half point underdog. <laughs> I think I, I I'd buy it down to three points, but yeah, yeah, I'd buy the half a point. What could have been? I don't oh. know if you're familiar with their offense, but they can they have studs. I think they're yeah yeah no no they yeah I think they're. They're a slight underdog in that, maybe one and a half, two point underdog. And they they were they they gave uh, Primal all they could all they could handle in the second half, and just ran out of time. Stormers. And no, no, I'm saying uh, oh, what could have been, been against Primal. Yeah, yeah. They gave them all they could. Like yeah. that's that's a good team. Yeah. Um, so like, look, I'm I'm giving them you know one and a half, two points, three and a half point underdogs. I'm not you know I'm I'm not saying that that that's a close game. Those that those are games that are coming down to extra points. So yeah, I think they're. They're uh, they're they're better than seasons past, but amongst those three, Killer Rays have r- risen, risen. All right, can't speak English. No, no, they've risen. They, they've like risen the, 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 like the Christ or like yeast. Mm. They've risen. <laughs> Anyways, they've risen the ranks real really quickly. Warriors, they're just very hard to defend. Uh, very athletic. Very yeah, war- warriors. Just, they're always a the top. They're, warriors are infuriating. Yes, against. yes, and. 
the one that I think is close is between Green Monster and uh, and Primal. And I just like um, their quarterback play. I, he's he's uh, he's played now uh, with the winning franchises of Jared Buck, uh, one as a receiver, one as one as quarterback. So he now has championship pedigree under his belt, uh, beating Le Petit Carotte. That was a very tough finals game uh, in the spring season. Uh, I, I I just like that experience, that playoff experience and, and victory. That they've uh, that they've accumulated just more than Green Monster at this point. Look, we've seen Mythic Lozon in a quarterback of the year race already. Yep. We know his ability. Uh, he subbed for me in a higher division. Yep, I remember. And um, just the way he understood the concepts yep. and the spacing and like where he needed to be on his routes. Yep. I was like, oh no, this guy understands the game. Yep. Um, and he has experience. I think he played in Terbun League. In Terbun, yeah. Um, you've mentioned so that. that the, He's new to he's new to us, but he's not new to flag football. Yeah. Um, when you when you look at Killer Rays, I think they're the best of that bunch. I think I so. think they're probably the best team. Five B, they could have been a five A team. Yeah, they were probably all, they're probably the Mendoza line that that cut just below. The them. Mendoza and line means the opposite thing that you do. You think it means the the in the inverse Mendoza line. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. The bottom of the... Uh, just shut I think I've explained that to you like 18 times. Mendoza. Uh, I think them and Penetrators... Have you watched the baseball game in your life? The, I think them and Penetrators... <laughs> I think them and Penetrators were the cutoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like that's We expect them to be the two best teams, right? Like yeah. it's, it's not them shocking to see them doing well. Which yeah. one of these games on their schedule is going to be their hardest challenge? And don't say Week 12. Week 12. Week 12. So we got to wait all year to see if they're good or not? Well, I said week 12 because you were supposed to set up a clip. I do have it ready. Uh, <laughs> Killer Rays, their hardest opponent that's not week 12. Him? Um, no, not. That's the wrong him. University. Yeah, I know. Uh, also, stop with the same names. Yeah. Pri- uh, prime time is going to. They tend yeah. to give him trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Prime time. And Sexy can give him some trouble too. Maybe they have one stud. Yeah, it just they they, they can score. With a team called Team Sexy, you should they, have more than one. They stud. look. They <laughs> it should be all studs. It, sh- it should they, be like a Chippendales cast. They they should change their name to Halo Effect because they're that they like whether you're a guy looking at a group of girls or you're a girl looking at a group of guys, and one person's good looking and it makes everyone else look really good. Yeah. that's what Sam Anastopoulos is for Team Sexy. He makes everyone else look real sexy, but. Who's your, who's your swipe right candidate of the bunch? So, in this time that we've been filibustering talking about Team Sexy, did you bring up the victory? I have it ready. I've had it ready for 10 okay, minutes. Okay, I don't know that, Eagle. You got to tell me what's happening on my own goddamn show. The guy looking off to the, the side. Yeah, genius. Down on, on one knee. Genius. Yeah. Perfect. That's the Halo. Yeah. Halo Sexy. So, why is Vic in a Box struggling uh, this season? They're a notoriously very strong team. They have built the roster to be strong. Why are they winless after two games? Um, great. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> heavy. It's a heavy document. <laughs> after all that, there we go. So this, uh, we're watching as we talk about Vic in a Box. Yeah. Uh, we're watching highlights of their game against Red Dragons, uh, in which, as uh, of course, as you know, they didn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
They tied that game, 26-26. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tie game. Of course, Max Bura is all over this video, uh, unable to make, especially as it's a four-minute clip, so we may... Uh, Two and a half. But yeah, continue talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah he's pretty much on, on in every clip playing uh, safety here. Um, there's just something missing. It might be the quarterback play. Um, Jeff, is it Jeff Tye? Jeff Tye, yeah. yeah. I've seen him play. He's he look, like look. He can definitely sling the ball, as you're seeing there. Uh, he's look. He's he's a competent quarterback. He maybe underthrows and overthrows his receivers a tad bit, but uh, a team like Red Dragons, who have been improving in their own right, not like Killer Rays, not at the same pace, but they've they've been getting better. Um, it's a team they should have beat, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I think it's not a complete team. Max Pura is the FPF glitch. Yep. He's, he's uh, like you said, he's everywhere. So is like, Craig Browning, though. Yeah, Craig Browning's great, too. Yeah. Cool. What else do they got? Nicolas Sanchez is one it's of fine. the leading defenders and tackles in, in, like, every single year, it seems. Seb Zafou, pretty decent rusher. He has four, four but so, so as he misses right there, uh, has four sacks on the season. Uh, Seb Zafou doesn't – he's never been as involved in the offense. Uh, Nicolas Sanchez is fine. I, I think – um, Mickey Schwartz has thrown for them before, but I yeah. don't know if he fits the division. Uh, Jeff Taye, from the clips I'm seeing here, um, <laughs> again, good ball to every the time outside. we talk yeah, about I something, <laughs> every time we talk about something, the opposite thing happens. Yes. I was going to say he holds <laughs> the ball too long, and, and, and you see him immediately throw the ball uh, on an out pattern for a touchdown, uh, or a comeback, <laughs> rather. And we see him here com- completing Excellent. the extra <laughs> point for two. But Early, early in that game from the early clips, he had receivers open that I can see even with a limited scope. Yeah, and he's holding the ball long. Um, I think that their defense is a little predictable. You know, Max Beer is dropping deep each time. Yes, uh, that doesn't necessarily make it easy to play, but it, it makes it easy to to run a scheme against. Yes. Mm-hmm. and then it's, you just have to to play better than they do. Look at this. Uh, this will uh, it'll get slowed down on its own. So Eagle, you don't have to do nice. anything. But this ball, this Max Bjork is gonna kill himself. That goes right through his uh, arms, and it I b- for what I believe is a touchdown. It is, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he 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 caught it uh, the way Christian Pulisic scored for the Team USA in the World Cup. He caught it with his groin, sure, his penis. Uh, okay. <laughs> through the hands, through the hands of of Vaxpira onto his penis. I heard someone grab the ball with their nuts yesterday, and it made the w- most alarming thud sound. It was like, thook. No, I I opt out. Just, I just, opt out. I sh- opt I sh- out. I shuddered. It, it was it was painful. Um, yeah, I think I think um, Jeff Ty. You said like he looks like a competent quarterback. I think he looks like a competent thrower of the football. Is what I'm sorry. Yes, that is what I meant to say. But continue. Go ahead. And and I think that's that's a big part of it. And I, yeah. I think the team is sort of tilted towards their two stars, and that's all they really have. That's all they really have. They they what they have is Craig Browning and Max Beer, which is amazing. Yeah, it's great. But that's all they have. So it's two dimensional. Yeah, two receivers. Two dimensional. Yeah, which 3D. is better than one-dimensional. Yeah, fair. You got to be 3D. But it's Super Mario Brothers. You need to get 3D. Yeah. Get 3D. Like the Alexi Brothers now. Hmm? The Alexi Brothers now. They're 3D now. The Jeans Lee, Jules Oh, that's true. Yes, 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 yes. I didn't realize you were doing yes. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, I should have been a better teammate and just played along. Yeah. <laughs> ha! <laughs> ha! Disingenuous. So I'm also realizing I, I don't live in a green screen. 
But for some reason, I look like I'm dressed for a TED Talk today. <laughs> I was just really cold and threw a sweater on. But um, it, it just, it, it, it looks... The hole in your eye. It's the hole black, in the eyes baby. Not <laughs> hole in the eyes not helping either. Um, in women's, of the three teams in red, who are you most worried about? Uh, we talked a little bit. Women's one, obviously. Yeah, women's one. Uh, we talked about Fleur de Lis taking a loss in week one. Without uh, the quarterback. Without Vanessa Beery. We saw her on uh, the DMP list. Uh, so I'm not too worried about that if she is uh, the future quarterback of this team. Uh, I don't, I'm worried about Fit Squad or Fit Squad. They haven't scored. At zero points after two games. Uh, that worries me a lot. Uh, the women's game. Would you say it's tailored for the offense? I mean, in some ways, it it it, it is. Um, the the just, I don't know. Are uh, they are they good enough to be um, women's one? Maybe that's that's the thing. They because sh- look, certainly is next. If if Vanessa Beery plays, that's that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Then Vortex, then Troyver uh, uh, stars. I think Lupud. I mean, they have the pieces. As at receiver and snapper, Rekka's on the team. Alex Falcon Corb, uh, Celestine Chartier is a very good defender. Uh, Stephanie Baudry Zanotti of of they, of they somehow don't have passing stats, by the way. Yes, I know. Uh, maybe the quarterback hasn't. But if you open the team sheets, the, f- the game sheets they have passing stats. That's that. Carlo. Yes. Yes. Um, so they have the weapons. I think they. It, it looks like it's suggesting that they're missing a quarterback to complement those. And pieces. they face. I mean, quite literally, because there's no passing well, stats. Yeah, but, but the thing Pease just said one minute ago, not even. No, 10 but seconds you said ago. you said they're missing a quarterback, and I'm no, like, yes, they are. No, bro, pay attention to the show. Steve Martin also was a prop comic. Um, the, 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 uh, they went to the game with, uh, without they play they faced Bees last. Bees didn't have Sarah Parker. Yeah, and lost twenty five. That's a game. That, that hey, need to win that game. Sarah Parker's not there. I mean, the the other piece is Caroline uh, Jobim uh, is 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 an amazing receiver. Uh, Amy Duel, um, yeah, Duel. Uh, yeah, Ali, Caroline fucking Duel is ridiculous. Obviously, yes, amazing, amazing receiver. We know that. Sana Ali tried defending a six foot two uh, receiver. She's she's great. Amelie Bentler, great great receivers with great hands. But yes, that is a game. Sarah Parker's not there. You got to you got to be closer than 25-0. This has got to be a 25 to 23-24 kind of game. Um, if you if you're going to lose. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. Um they look, Alexander Falcon Corb and Rekka Siver Submanium are absolutely two incredible players. They're terrorizing, yeah. Yeah. But look, they they combined for yeah, five receptions on 14 targets. Not even 50 yards. And four, uh, five receptions on fourteen targets. That's yeah. that's not good. It's and, a third. And of knowing the time. those two players the way I do, it it's not lack. It's not their lack of hands. No, or getting into the right position, but maybe getting into what the right position for Frederic Chevalier, who threw uh, four fit squad against Beast. Who stats collect in her um, in her player profile. But not on the team page. I, I literally was just checking. I'm like, how does this happen? I don't I don't understand. Ghosts. It has to be ghosts. Yeah, that was ghosted. That was a good one. Um yeah, honestly, I'm 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 equally worried about Fit Squad. Fit yeah. Squad. Uh, yeah. Um and 
It's not going to get easier for them. They, they basically only played Torrens last week of the season. Right. And Torrens is the other team that's been struggling. Yeah. Um, yeah, like through they, – they, um, they've had two games. They scored, they scored 12 points. Okay, they played – started the Torreviar. They've played Vortex, yeah. who we expect to be two of the stronger teams. But they're putting up points. What? They're putting up at least a touchdown yeah. against really good teams. So I have a bit more hope for them. Look, but put it. We, we see Catherine Sagan throwing seven interceptions. Yeah, completing thirty-one percent of her passes. Um, you know, just get something positive. Even, even if you're not getting a midfield, you need to at least move the ball to take up time. Yeah, to take up time, it, it's key. Yes, you know, that, that's um, that's part of it here. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm worried about both because when you're playing against the university teams, it's it really gets tough. It really does get tough. And uh, we'll see. They they play Ghosted next week, um, so maybe a slightly a slightly easier path. Although Ghosted look alright too. Uh, they put up eighteen against Brut. Uh, they beat Fit Squad. Of course, we know Fit Squad's struggling, but you know that that's a game Torrance should have a chance in. Yeah. Then you know that's looking at the bottom of the standings. If we take a second to look at the top. Uh, you have Vortex and Brut uh, both sitting at, at 2-0. and Vortex, I mean, they seem to what be a, able to... What a luxury. <laughs> they seem to be, you know, the opposite of, you know, can, th- can they, like, lend a quarterback to Fit Squad? Like, then they would be, they would be a really good team. Yeah. Vortex, they seem to be able to plug and play uh, at the most important position. First, you know, last season, Gab Vanier was the we outstanding player uh, coming out of, uh, of the women's division. Now... It's Anika Browns, uh, the only quarterback in women's one to uh, to have not thrown an interception this season who's thrown more than, like, two passes. Technically, Cubia, Blurpu, and Montreal U are also in that category because they haven't played a game yet. I just said who have thrown more than three passes. It's like you're not listening because you're not listening. <laughs> who's still thrown more than three passes as a quarterback stat? Three? Three is the number someone, you went with? Someone has, like, two passes, and they don't have a pick. I mean, I was going to say a game's worth of completions, but three. Yeah, we could have gone for 15 passes at that point. But anyway, the point is, though, don't distract. You're not paying attention to today's show. I am. No, you're not. You're not. You literally, eight seconds after I said something, you repeated the same thing. The same thing. The, I, I swear you used the same words. Actually, it's called Kat- active listening. The same thing. No, it's not active. <laughs> anyway, actually, I was wrong. Catherine Pish has thrown uh, eight Completion, 17 attempts. Pretty sure it's Piche, by the way. Piche? But there's no accent on it. <laughs> Why are you distracting the person who is concentrated on the show? Uh, she's, uh, she hasn't thrown an, is an it interception like, either. Is it active sabotage, or are you just this talented? So It is Captain Piche, by the way. Yeah. Yes, prob- probably, yes. I, I checked on Facebook, as you asked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the point, though. <laughs> so, like, is this is this a... A question of you know Vortex being able to recruit and get great quarterbacks, or does this speak more to their uh, great receiving core? So I don't know Vortex. the background of Vortex. I don't know where they're yeah, from. Yeah, me neither. Um, hey, reach out so again. Reach out by the way. Yeah. Tell us, uh, Mode. You're on the. Uh, sorry, not Mode, but Mary. you're on. You're on our, our staff, Mary Larsapu. Reach out to yes. us. Tell us about your team. Yeah, we want to know. Um, the thing is, I saw. First of all, I saw like that. Uh, Gavanier had three sacks. I was like, "Why is she rushing? Like, yeah, why are you rushed. risking having your quarterback get hurt?" Yeah. 
And then I was like, oh, oh yeah, she's not playing quarterback this yeah. season. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, why is she not playing quarterback? She's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this other person, yeah. Anika Browns, also looks ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Mo, because I know you're listening. And I know that you're upset that I was right. Because, listen, I, just, I have an eye for talent like that. Vortex, back to back, baby. Vortex going back to back. I know. I know it's tougher. I know it's tougher. Vortex, back to back champions. Let's do it. Calling it already. Week, uh, week. Yeah, calling two. the audible. Calling the audible. He said it. Yeah. He said it. Um, which middle of the pack team may rise to prom- prominence? Like, we're not going to look at Montreal, you and Bluepid, obviously, because yeah. we know that they're going to be two of the top teams. Yeah. I, not as good as Vortex, obviously, but right below. Um, and then, um, which one of these middle of the pack teams do we think can rise? Um, is this a team like Ghosted or. Or stars the UTKR. Uh, look, I'll, I'll include bees because last time we saw Sarah Parker in women's division, she wasn't average. as dominant as we she thought. She was average, okay. and it, it just it keeps surprising me because she's so good in co-ed, right? She's 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 a star. But does does do do the regular FPF rules sit That's fit her skill set better than the the women's division? I it, it it might that might be the you know the the fingerprint there on on to the answer to the to this question we're trying to ask. I, it just I'm always want I'm, I'm I watch your games and I'm I'm wanting more from Concordia B's you know this iteration uh, of 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 the team. It's it the answer should be B's, but it's it's not going to end up being B's. It, it so I'm gonna go with stars. Uh, of UQ uh, TR, uh, I I just think you know getting a nice win thirty five to six over over Torrance as uh, as we just said they've they've struggled took you know got handled a bit by Brutes forty nine to thirteen uh, again that middle of the pack team because they're going to struggle against Le Bleu but against Bees I think that's where they'll have. Ah, I, I, again, I see it's against Sarah Parker. I'm like, no, I can't go against Sarah Parker. But I agree, I agree. It's but it's it's, it's hard for me to say, like even for myself. But I'll, I'll go with stars. Yeah, um, I, I'm leaning bees. I'm leaning bees. But there's something about stars UTKR that's it's intriguing. UTR, sorry, um, that I think are interesting. Um, it's cool to see them here. Um, them and Linkset, new to FPF. Um, I love how fast the women's division has grown, man. Yeah. It's, oh my god. It's hard to keep up for us because, it, 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 yeah, it like is. if they, if you just happen to not be at that field, it's hard to catch the games, uh, and we're not as involved in that community because it is new to us. But we're we're trying to learn. We're trying to learn. So reach out to us. Tell us about your games. Uh, Mary Lauren is doing a great job of covering the division. Her uh, first article was awesome. Looking yeah. forward to seeing more of that as well. So um, that's going to help us keep informed. And in the meantime, we'll. Uh, We'll keep grinding. We'll, we'll, we'll try and catch up. But do feel free to reach out to us and let us know what's happening in your division. Um, in women's two, what can we make of Phoenix? We thought they might be matchup dependent, but they look really impressive against Cavalier, which we thought would be one of the top teams in the division. They're well-coached. They're a university team. They're a CJP team with a, with a lot of familiarity. Um, what's this roster, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. I don't know if this is like a scorekeeper mistake where they answered end. a bunch of people on the wrong team and had to oops it later, but my God, is this a roster. I think everyone paid $15 to play. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so what, what can you make of them? 
Uh, oof, hard to say because Cavaliers um, only were only able to put up 12 points uh, in week one. Uh, I thought they put up a few more than that. Uh, Cavaliers 20, 13, and 12. So you know what? About averaging two to two to three touchdowns a game. Are you answering a question about a team I didn't ask about? About their opponent. Okay. Yes. All right, okay. I was making sure that yeah, you weren't yeah, yeah. eating out of me. I'm like, no, 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 I can't no. do the show alone, Nikki. No. I can have one person not paying attention. I can't do both. No, I was going to suggest that Phoenix's D came up strong in this one, but that's pretty much what Cavaliers were averaging. Um, they're... I don't love that quarterback uh, completion percentage. It's it's about one third, uh, thirteen of of thirty five. Yeah, and we, and we know that because of the rules in women's, the completion percentage is lower than FPF. True, uh, major divisions, but below forty is, or, or well, below forty five. Yeah, sorry. yeah, below fifty uh, is is you know you're struggling to move the ball. But uh, look, she she thirteen. She's not turning the ball over though. That's that that is the thing. She because is, okay, when, when you when you Punt the ball goes back to well the punt. There's you don't not punt, punt when you when you're sorry when, when you're you turn the successful. ball over on downs yeah yeah the, the the other team gets the ball back in their own in their own zone yeah so interceptions are huge and and that's what the Phoenix defense was able to do twice on Calliope Caminaris uh, twice to get better field position uh, interceptions by Beatrice Eno and Annie Ainsley uh, Germain were able to put Phoenix into prime time position and Laurent Girard capitalized on that right so not turning the ball over and capitalizing on good field position those are going to be uh successes into the women's division and, and, and also in week one Laurence Girard was not there as a quarterback right so them scoring two points in that game is not a testament to like a struggle of a game it's literally we don't have our starting QB yeah. for our first game of the season so who knows they could have been three and oh where yeah. do we think that they they land in the landscape of the women's division here like are they are they truly one of the top teams because we saw them lose without their top without their quarterback and playing against probably the best team in women's too. I or mean they, the QB ratio of eight TDs to one INT. Even though I don't like the completion percentage, I mean that's still very respectable as a ratio, right? Like if I tell you you're gonna get four touchdowns a game and every two games you throw an interception, I'll take that every day. I mean that's better than UPs, so. And I take you as a QB, so imagine. Well, listen, I am the Mendoza line, and I'm using that properly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Are, are we doing? Are we doing Cara Babes and Linux Link Set uh, a dis a disservice here by? Uh, Cara Babes to me is the, the best team. Yeah. Um, in, in the divi- in the division. They're, they're Link Set. I haven't had a chance to see it. They're they're showing at least reliability in scoring. Seventy three points in in o- in over three games is is good. Uh, I'm yeah. assuming Linkset are related to the Ottawa Lynx uh, program because the Ottawa Lynx flag program because I got uh, I got a spam. Well, no, like a Instagram suggested I follow their page, which I did. Okay. Because um, that's how I'm trying to learn about the women's division yeah. by following more and more f- uh, women's uh, teams. Sure. But um, it, it or I'm not I'm not sure if it's all. I think I'm doing a minor league baseball thing with Ottawa. It, it, the the Lynx the Linkset and Lynx flag football program. I don't know if that's related, but I, I assumed that the algorithm was getting me there. Like I, I just assumed, like, oh, it heard me talking on the show, and therefore <laughs> it, it brought me it brought me to them. Well, uh, but they've they've only lost six points all season. Yeah, that's impressive. And Red Nation was their first game, which Red Nation, despite their struggles, you know, they're an experienced team here, and and they're yep. they're a talented team. Yep. Um. So 
you know, they faced extreme bullets to in the, to this past week and their new team, but still six points to two two weeks is, is absolutely insane. Once we look at um Extreme Bullets. Awesome name, by the way. Yeah. It's the most nineties name of all time. I love it. Yeah. Um it feels like it's it's a flavor of Doritos. Um I'd eat Extreme Bullets, no problem. Uh but Yeah, food over drink, Extreme Bullets. Oh yeah, okay, like a Mountain Dew. Or it could be energy drink? A game. A game? A board game. A board extreme game. Bullets. Extreme there you go. Bullets. Extreme Bullets. <laughs> um yeah. So <laughs> this is another team where we're passing stats are not are not collecting. Um but they don't have a single receiver more than than three receptions. That's uh, two after games. two games. That's one, sorry, one game rather, in one game. Oh, then that's that's okay. That's a bit more fair. Oh, sorry, uh, and Alyssa Graf has four. I I, I think she, based on the stats, she looks like she might be the snapper of the team. Um, Sophie Gagnon threw three interceptions. They may have faced a wagon though in Linkset, right? They may have yes, faced yes. one of the top teams. So L- yeah, what can we suggest to Extreme Bullets? Like, is it just Hey, you know what? You faced a tough team. Move on to next week, or is it Sophie Gagnon? Put yourself in position to make, uh, you know, to make more makeable third and fourth downs. Maybe take more time off the clock. Let don't put your defense in a bad spot. Essentially, like that's that's the goal I think for them is if they can avoid turnovers, if they can use a play clock and put the pressure on the on the other offense to have yeah. to score against them. We're not gonna. We're at least not gonna see results like this. Basically, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think in their next opponent, uh, Wildcats, uh, who's one and one, they have to, they do have to follow your your suggested game plan because in two games, uh, Wildcats have been able to score fifty five points. Uh, so limiting their their offense, limiting the number of points they give up, uh, is going to be uh, a key to why they would win uh, their first game after you know letting up thirty nine on on the three divisions left. Yes, I know. Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. There's a lot of teams in FPF. We're trying to do our best to cover everyone. Um, I don't have the clock on, so I don't even know how long we've been running. Almost two, two hours. What? Yes. All right. Yeah. Let's be quicker. Yes. I mean, look, we have three divisions left, so we're getting there. <laughs> Can we break the show down into two podcasts this week? No. It's what I said. I I told you it was long. <laughs> I told him. They're, I'm checking them, man. We're not spending a lot of time on I know. division. That's the thing. So I, just, I know. Just, That's the worst part rolls. is I don't feel like we're covering that much. It's I just know. so much. A meeting is happening live on the show right now. Yeah. yeah. Diamond, Diamond Bougie, uh, 26 versus Mengoose, 24. Are we surprised Mengoose put up an admirable fight in Division 4 against Diamond Bougie? What do you think? Mengoose have the FPF veterans, but they don't have the quarterback play that Diamond Bougie have, right? So, like, that's the dynamic. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I think, you know, to to be two points short of a victory over a team that just went uh, to a final in Tier 3, you know, led by Quebec flag stars, Jules Regimbald and Félix Boutet. Even they've added, I think, very dangerously, Félix Boutet and Gaspar Cherna, Chernak, Chernacek. Some yeah. Uh, yeah, so a guy that was there in the spring. And Felix, they replace him with Felix Boutet in the fall. Combine now, combine them now both on the team. Uh, maybe they don't both fit in the cap. I, they probably do because they're probably both steals on a, on a cap hit. Because um, they yeah. also moved up, right? So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so, sure they fit. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure they do. So, uh, yeah, I really think it's a testament to Men Goose's defense. Uh, I 
think it can carry them as much as the the flag game of FPF is an offensive showdown kind of game and first to 30 points or 26 points in a game. Uh, I think their defense uh, can keep them in a lot of the games. And that's <laughs> despite, I think, Thomas Kutsu not being uh, on the team because uh, he doesn't fit. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, like they're, they have to make compromises somewhere. I like seeing Nick Schaefer as a receiver. Nick Schaefer, yeah. because he's... Because he's a more pocket quarterback, we don't realize often how athletic he is. And how, yeah, uh, but he is. Tall, he's a great yeah. athlete. Uh, very rangy as well. Um, they, they were in a game where Felix Montan uh, threw three interceptions. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a testament, like I'm suggesting, to the defense, right? Yeah, and, and we thought their defense would be good coming into the season, and that's going to be uh, the case. Um, you, you wrote this to break my heart. Uh, probably. My heart was already broken. <laughs> when, yeah, yeah. when Hotsaw Sports lost in the last play of the game, Ryan Garber did Ryan Garber things where he bought a million years uh, against the rusher, and he threw a touchdown in the last play of the game. And you want to talk about the importance of rusher. Um, you want to know who the the, the force best rusher is. Um, you asked the question, but well, I'll, just I'll frame it for you. Well, just real quick. Find a rusher. You got you to gotta stop. We have one more option. We have... We have we have an Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's our only hope. <laughs> All right. Obi-Wan it is. Here's the thing. When you have four players that eat up 90% of your cap, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough I get it. Team. I get it, but dive, dive deep into the, I into I, the free okay, agency I, pool. Let me ask you a question. And I, I know it's my team, so I, I hate to yeah. spend too much time with this, but I called the timeout. I went on the field, and I suggested... Not be, like no offense to Matthew Chadwick. It's just it's not. It, it's just it's not. A rough, it's a rough situation for him to be in. It is. It is. I knew Garber was gonna. I knew Garber was gonna buy time. You can't put him in that position for sure. I suggested send Justin Blanchard. Justin Blanchard, yeah. And have everyone bump the receiver. Yeah. I got waved off by Justin Blanchard, who said, "No, I, 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 we gotta send Chadwick and keep our best guys in coverage." So not only did Chadwick get burned as a rusher, but Blanchard got burned on the coverage. That's the worst part. The worst part is, like, he's like, he's like, I took a year off. I had a kid, and I, I feel old as <laughs> old and slow, and I got burned on the coverage. Yeah, the worst part like, is, on the, the worst part is, he told he told Chadwick after the game, he's like, bro, that wasn't you, that was on me. Yeah. I I got beat. I got beat because I forgot there was a guy behind me, even though I saw him behind me two seconds. Before. You even see it in the clip. He steps up to try and take yeah. away the run, and then the guy is just standing right behind. Why did he try to take away the run? Garvin was yeah. not gonna try and run on the yeah. It, oh. yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. So yeah. I mean. Yeah. But you, you asked who the best rusher is in division. We don't have Joey Notaro on our team because uh, we, we tried to fit lower division. for yeah. you know, And so this season, we're not playing together. Um, we saw the impact of not having him on the team. I think having him is massive. Uh, him and Isaiah Lard are, are up there. Zach Albertskill, the cocaine bear. Yeah. Gab Wiseman. All four of these very different style rushers. Although the closest in style is weirdly Isaiah Lard and Joey Notaro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll throw another one out there. It's uh, Mr. Luca Canville. Yeah, uh, your dude. Yeah, I, I said this in the off season because I saw him like uh, even guys in the scrimmage game in the FPF off season. They're like, even Joey's like, who's this rusher? And I'm like, well, you 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 know him more as the offensive threat, the speedster that is uh, Luca Canville. I'm like, I think he could be with more seasoning and experience. He could be the next Tomak Kutsu. He has... Oh, he's if, very good. If He has four sacks, and they all came in one game against Tiomoko Sanogo of Mofos. Yeah. He chased him down. Say that again. 
Tiamoko Sanogo? Of Mofo? Of <laughs> Say it three <laughs> times fast. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'm like, this guy's could be the next Tomas Kutu, where he's a two-way threat at rusher and offensive, where he's putting like 80 yards a game, two touchdowns, and like three or four sacks. Um, a huge Im- that type of player is such an impact. I want to mention three three dudes that you didn't sure bring. go. They're also amongst the leaders in sacks, also, but they are really good. Uh, is one of them, is amazing. Is one of them going to be Jonathan Steinberg? Yeah. Okay. G- continue. Um, like Philip Boyer. Well. I did something really annoying to him, and yeah. he was so mad. But I'll tell you. Yeah. He after the game, he was like, "Dude, you you're infuriating." Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Philip Boyer. Um, he got uh, he's, he has he has five sacks already yeah, from Martin Lefag. He's very good. Yeah, I've seen him rush before. He's awesome. Yeah, uh, Santino Sperania is yeah. ridiculous. Yes, just yeah. I'm sure freak athlete. Yes. so just being that level athlete yeah. isn't fair, and he's not it fair. Puts so you, it puts you up in there. Yeah, Jonathan Steinberg's really good, but he's good. He, oh, he the, he's they won the game because he knocked down a pass, was an easy completion for a first, and then I I went for it on fourth and we got intercepted. Yeah. Otherwise, we don't get stopped that game. Right. He 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 had the most. The interception impactful. wasn't the most impactful game play of the game. The his pat his his knockdown was the most uh, impactful play. I kept <laughs> I kept uh, running motions to to the side he was rushing yes. from. Yes. And he likes to take away the angle from the from the the rusher. Yes. But now he has the rusher and the inside receiver, and and he can't do both. And so basically, the angle he took away my. F- my uh, my short read would be the next person, right? And he, he hated that. Yeah. He hated it <laughs> so much. Yeah. He's like, it's the thing I do best, and you 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 made it a non-factor. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so like, shout out he, to him for recognizing good, it. Yeah. And he, and, and, and and for still trying to adapt within yeah. the game. And it, it, look, he still got a sack in the game. He still applied pressure, and he still sacking had the most you sack hard. Play. Sacking you is hard. It's not. It's it's harder than it, uh, what you would think. Well, because I'm not trying to move. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're just releasing to get the, the, the ball, ball, basically. Yes, you're right? releasing the ball quick. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's not about sacking me per se. It's the way he managed that situation where I specifically tried to neutralize him. Yeah. And he still had the most impactful play of the game. By the way, quarterbacks, motions affect rushers in a way you don't expect it to. Yeah. Um, you're talking to me because I don't move either. Yes, I'm specifically speaking to you. I know. But uh, you will. I, I, have a, I have a motion play. Yeah. I have a motion play. You'll, Division you'll, six. You'll, what? Division six. Uh, we're not doing group of death? All right. No. Division six. Uh, Towers FT put up 72 against Jeprock State University, which is one of my favorite team names. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never seen 72 points. Yeah. I've never seen 72 points. Was, were they late? No. It no. was. Uh, no. No, no. It was Unfortunately all, not. I was at oh. the complex, but it was just the other field. Hold. Eagle, are we going to go pay a visit? Five touchdowns, four pick sixes, two rushing touchdowns, oh three, my. two extra points. Oh, my. Oh, right. my God. Uh, Eagle and I will try to make it to one of your games, Jip Rock State. Uh, try and give Five me some quarterbacks. input. You have too many guys trying to throw the ball. Make a decision. One person has to learn how to yes. play quarterback. Yes. And even if it's hard, because it's hard, and it's, it's hard. hard to watch and hard to like see it play out, Stick with one guy. Trust me, I I know. It's it's hard. It's a hard position. I I've thrown thirty interceptions in a season. It I haven't, but but um, it's you're better than me. We know this already. No, but but I they don't know who I am and I my, but, my, but, my but progression that, and whatnot. I'm not. I using, didn't start off. I'm, I'm raising my hand here just to say yeah. that listen. 
Yeah. I'm not. I'm not speaking like, oh, I'm great, so I know everything. No, no I learned because I struggled. Yes, exactly. and you're struggling. That's yes, fine. Yes, it's gonna FPF happen. is. A, it's not a beer league. This is a hard league. Yes, this is a hard league to win in. Yeah. So I mean. So definitely reach out. We can suggest plays to help you out. Uh, I have. I, I have a series of uh, of articles that I wrote that not only show you the play art, but break down how to read the play. It's very um, key. Iggy can attest to how effective that is. Yeah. Um, I keep saying it. If I can do it, anyone could do it because I'm literally anybody. Yep. Um, He's not kidding. Say, choose one quarterback. Yep. Make him take his lumps. De- defensively, uh, Eagle, what would you suggest? Um, understand when you can and can't play man coverage. Um, your biggest weakness is going to be your worst matchup. And so, first off, try and get the best matchups on your team. And if you just don't have them, then understand that that concept's not going to work. Learn how to the OGs, the principle of zone coverage. Once you understand that, play to your team's strength. The ball hawks go as your safeties. Your best tacklers go as your flats, and then work from that particular system and everything. Try and build a rapport. Try and understand your responsibilities. Try and understand when to hand off, when to chase, and just honestly, don't over strategize your defense. Pick a style, play it well. Play it as the only starting point until you get a familiarity in the concepts and then start expanding into the creative stuff. To, to Eagle's point, when uh, Eagle reached out to me for... Uh, sorry, I reached out to uh, to Eagle for help in my first season at FPF. He worked in the media along with uh, one of the writers, Andrew Dana. They brought us in. They kind of sh- showed us some stuff. Defensively, first of all, our first season we went 0-9-1. Our second season went 7-3. Our third season we went 10-0. In that time, we played two defenses. We played man and cover two. We dropped the same two safeties every time. Jesus. That was it because we couldn't cut, we couldn't do anything else. Yeah. But we decided let's be really good at these two things, and and then we figured out an offense that worked for us. And and it was, look, within within a calendar year, yeah. we went from o nine and one to ten and zero. Yeah, it's possible. It's hard, but I think lower division quarterbacks aren't good as. Reading coverage right away. Um, I mean, don't show it. Try not to show it. Yeah, at don't even show then. it, but drop the same. Honestly, people. even then, yeah. Even, it's, but it's even at then, that point, even then, it won't yeah. be seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. then, it won't be seventy-two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and obviously, try and keep the ball in your receiver's hands and not the opponent's. Yeah, and uh, like again, reach out, talk to us. If you see us in the field, talk to us. If you hit me up on on Facebook, on Instagram. Peter Larocca on Instagram, Peter Larocca on Facebook. Reach out to Iggy. Reach out to, to to Eagle. We're all here to help. It's a community, and we're we're happy to help out. Um, two and O teams yeah. in Division Six now. Uh, looking uh, at, at the higher uh, the teams that are doing uh, well here. Um, Peace. What kind of two and O Division Six team would you rather be? Would you want to be a team that has FPF Junior experience, like the X Men do? Uh, would you want to be one with tackle experience, what I believe <laughs> the LaSalle, LaSalle Warriors, Warriors yeah. midget, uh, or one with flag experience, but not necessarily FPF-specific um, gameplay experience, but with flag experience like... Or what uh, about Dewey, a, a higher Malas. division team with a, like the junior team of a, of a higher division like team? The like the Baby like Rays, The Baby right? Rays, right? right? Like the... Yeah. That's another example. Too. Yes, that 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 is definitely one uh with a with a new newer quarterback. Uh your answer, please. Um my answer? Yes. Who would you uh the one that scores the most points? Who which is? Uh probably FPF experience. FPF or FPF junior. 
Oh, I thought you were literally going to go with the most points four. Yeah, also that. Which which is the LaSalle Warriors I know, midget. But um, I think at, at times... <clears throat> the LaSalle the, Warriors midget. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell at me when the, you want me to cue it up. The no, LaSalle just fucking Warriors <laughs> midget. <laughs> he said it eight times. No, he didn't say we have a video of it. He just oh said God, the name of the team dude, over and over dude, again. This is not the David Letterman show. He doesn't have to say... Oh, we have a clip, and then and then I'm supposed to say, "Oh, do we?" <laughs> what are we watching? Um, look, they're gonna be good. They're, they have athletes. They they can play football. They have a uh, good feel for the game. Um, I think they're gonna make mistakes in terms of uh, getting some untimely penalties, um, and they're gonna get out schemed a couple of times by some of the like a team like maybe Baby Rays. Um, yeah, but. It looks like they can cover. It looks like they, they have great offense. I don't love that the quarterback immediately rolls out on most plays. He's, he's limiting himself to throwing to half the field at a time. Um, as you see there, he's throwing into double coverage just because yeah. that was the only thing he had on that side of the field. Uh, it looks like they have flag experience, though, and, and maybe they do. They might because they, maybe it's more a bit and of more mix. common, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Now... Uh, my God, he had, what, 212 passing yards, 100 rushing yards. The guy had over 300 yards in offense. Uh, a rushing TD, five TD passing TDs, uh, one interception on a, on a shovel pass uh, as the Eagles intently watching and then analyzing. Uh, they have a bit of everything. This is, this is my team like, that, that I would, I'd rather have. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, Emerson Peterkin did play uh, for Black Bulls. Uh-huh. In, uh, in FTF Junior. Um, I think it's FTF Junior. I could be wrong. It could be a... You know, it's FTF Junior. What are you seeing, Evil? I mean, I'm just trying to look at the, their system, essentially, in terms of how they're running stuff. I, but yeah, it's just... Uh, I, I always hate QBs throwing up a ball like that just yes. for a jump situation and everything. Well, the other team, Dime Squad, uh, looks to be a brand new team. They're going to need to learn the concepts kind of on on the go. Um, they look athletic. They're, it looks like they're playing a lot of man a lot of this times, and which is when uh, when the QB was able to, to run for a hundred yards. Um, why the why do they wear the <laughs> the the hooded black and white uh, covering the entire mask indoors? What I really like about their QB, if someone can get me his name, is that on all the plays he's not looking at the rusher. Like look at his yes. eyes; he's yes. looking yep. for receivers, yep. right? And yep. I think that's really going to help him develop. Now that being said, sometimes he can chill he's in the pocket a little though. Yeah, for sure. like on that play, for example. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So um, it's it's uh, that's Peter, it. It's Peterkin's son. Oh, I, I, was, I wasn't sure. Yes. Uh, well, I, I think so. Okay. I would, I would assume. He, I mean, it uh, could be both. If both anything, great, then he's learned well, from both, a great FPF quarterback. Right? So that's awesome. Both, both great quarterbacks. That would be uh, my my assumption. Um, the other thing is with uh, with regards to two and teams, I wonder if you have any early false king nominees. Um, I do like what uh, Dewey Malas did against the Royals and Ryan uh, McGrath. So I I like that victory. Uh, not doing my last. So not doing my last. I'll go with X Men then. Of the uh, really, I like X Men. I do, but I just think they beat up on son of another great FPF quarterback. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Swa- I can't. That's another. Yeah, Gautama. Guatama. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. to rush <laughs> through it. <laughs> I always do this. Yeah, Guatama. Yeah, Guatama. It's my fault. I just on purpose. Gautama makes me, yeah, like, uh, anyways, whatever. I have too many running thoughts in my head. I'll go with X-Men uh, just because they've played 
to rather inexperienced teams. So. Fair, but I think Swami Nadhan's going to have a good season. Yeah. Oh. Because uh, that's how you see the f- Absolutely. <laughs> no, the no ab- absolutely. But uh, the false king principle yeah. is that you're, you have a great record, but you didn't really face stiff competition. Well, the level midnight didn't win this week. So maybe, maybe they are that good, right? We'll see. We'll see as, as that goes. Yeah. Um, they face back to the future in a couple of weeks. So that'll be a good game. Yeah. Uh, Trader Park boys, if they get things right, will be will be tough too. Wild Hogs are an interesting team as well. Although generally the schedule doesn't look that tough for uh, X Men. Yeah. 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 So they might be. They might be false kings. Mm-hmm. That's uh, well answered, considering how I thought I was putting you on the, on the spot here. Mm-hmm. Um, Div two uh, and Touchfoot four fifty has a lot of adapting to do in FPF. In pregame, someone who doesn't know FPF would have thought that 450 had an advantage over a smaller stature team like Moretti, Crime Family. But we talked last week about yeah. how Moretti's offense is infuriating for teams, especially Touchfoot 450 might not know them, right? Most of them don't. Like it was, j- it's uh, j- another Jeans Galaxy led team. Um, yeah. yeah, you just look at the monsters he's bringing on the field. You're like, whoa! There, there. If if you don't know FPF, if you don't know Moretti Crime Family on the other side. You're like, yeah, these guys are going to get smoked. Uh, no, the complete opposite. Uh, taking URs and OCs and, and just uh, being overly aggressive on these smaller, smaller, shifty, quick releasing. But you, you know the Joey Taylor offense. But that's the way, yeah. like... How you combat when I, that. Yeah. When teams have been successful against them, it's been aggressive man defense, yeah. disrupting routes. Of course. Literally knocking dudes down. I know you're not supposed to, but if you get away with it, you know, like... Well, I mean, there's also what I'll describe as the intimidation factor, right? Like, you run too many in routes where a guy collides with you one too many times. Suddenly, you start peeling up a little bit. You start not reaching as far. You start looking to see if there's someone in the space you're going into. I mean, yeah, we're not saying hit anybody, by the way. No, 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 no. Contact your receiver, but not hitting your receiver. Which I mean, also, there's a concept. A lot of DBs and FPF don't know it, that the whole stand your ground. If you're a defender and you're planted in a spot, you have right to that space. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of, of receivers completely don't expect you to be exactly in the way of their route, and there's nothing they can do about it except they have to go around you. So if you can anticipate the pattern and put yourself exactly where you think the ball is going to be, you take yeah. But if you know what's coming and you know the play, the receiver can't get there, the QB can't get there, and it disrupts all the timing. Yeah, but I'll, I'll say what Mo says all the time. They uh, touch foot 450 were completely bamboozled. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were two steps behind hooking, holding after the catch was made, running into the receivers after, you know, contact to the head sometimes, and they were getting slightly upset. It wasn't never out of control, but, like, they, were, they, they seemed frustrated. And, and that's what a team well, I'm like... I'm sure they, yes. like they shouldn't be losing to a team yeah, that looks like exactly. Murray Crown. So does that's everyone say that exactly. in Division exactly. 1 There was even a play where Dominic and Benevento got held twice. And, and, and like by two different by two different guys, there were two penalties on the play for holding, and, and they like literally just grabbed his jersey. He got through, and another guy just grabbed his jersey. Like it, it, it was just really funny. I think it summed up a lot of uh, a lot of the play. I was gonna say, especially for touch four five zero, after playing got skills and winning by one point earlier on, yeah. uh, like the week before, essentially, and then to go in to play that game against Moretti and be like. What style of football is this, right? Yes. I think that's like, you know, welcome to the league and also this yeah. is what's happening. And yeah. we've talked about all show, right? Like finding styles that uh, f- best fit the people on your team and, and fit the quarterback. Nobody's done that better than Joey Taylor. 
Yeah. Nobody's in that better choice. Yeah. It, it's, this was the game, by the way, where there was two penalties after a touchdown, and I, I'm like, hey, yeah. you should probably think about going for the onside kick. That was this game. I mean, it worked. They won 36-10, the weirdest yeah. FPF score I've ever seen. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know how they got a field goal, but whatever. <laughs> um, which uh, of the winless yeah. teams are you most concerned about? I, I know a few of them have only played a single game, but what do we think about their prospects based on how the rosters stack up in Div 2? I worded that like a Mo Khan question. I'm very proud of myself. I, I don't even know how you worded it. Uh, I'm just going with... Uh, Poorly. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, are you, what are you asking again? Uh, of the winless which, teams, which one? The question is in the first part, and then the, the second line is subtext. So the question is, which of the winless teams are most concerned about? Then you can... Then when I'm saying the second sentence, Iggy, that's when yes. you're researching. Because now I'm just adding context, yes. so to buy you time. Yes. And in that, I said, I know a few of them have only played a single game. I see. But what do we think about the, their prospects based on how they stack up in Div 2? Here's These teams answer. being God yeah. Skills, Killer Bees, yeah. KGP, Blessed, and Terror Squad. Hey, of Eagles which Terror Squads <laughs> played two games. Everyone else won. Uh, here's my answer. None of them. Okay. okay. I'm not worried about any of them. So of the 12 teams, not the bottom five are who you're worried about. So which of your top sevens are you worried for? <laughs> based based uh, from what I saw yesterday, touch foot 4-5-0. Oh. Okay. They're very athletic. I'm not saying they're bad at football. They're just not yet good at FPF, flag football. But yeah. in using that same concept, they beat God skills. I don't know you're how. not worried about. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how that happened. I'm worried about um, Killer Bees and Terror Squad. Um, Terror Squad has these seasons where they just don't seem themselves. Um, yeah. Late like more, I like, more I like Sean Ferro being on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Holmes on the team. He's not always – he's often there but not always there. Uh, Tommy Rodley Trujillo's back from Mexico playing pro ball. <sighs> this team should be good. Vincent Malo is exceptional. Um, is but one of the Pilon brothers on the team? How are you worried about this team? Serge Pilon's on the team. Because <laughs> also, I mean, if you need they, a lawyer, a mediator, they, they, they or a lost notary, the crime family. What? If you need a, a lawyer, a notary, or a mediator, you know who to call. Terror Squad. Who? That they're advertising it oh, on okay, the yellow, I, I on the it. yellow, on the orange. Uh, I'm tired. It's um, late. So maybe they should have uh, done uh, a better job in their case against Murray Crime Family. Uh, lost by one point. They lost by a point, though. But, like, Terror Squad, if you just look at the roster alone, better than Marady Crime Family. Yep. And then they, they get crushed against Runner Ones. Like, so, I don't know. What have they shown you to make you not worried about them? Other than the names on, on the roster. I guess, I guess I'm going with the name. The name That's fine, power. but, like, at some point the results have to matter, right? And I know it's I, early, but... That's it. Well, then you know it's early. Well, then it's because it's, it's early. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's getting early late. It's late. It is late. It's, it's getting almost, late early. It's almost, it's almost 11 o'clock. <laughs> no, Just I, FYI I for the, the audience I'm here. I'm so tired. Um, and then, of course, Killer Bees, like, I don't know. There's there's nothing on this team that really sticks out to me. Pat Chenard, yes, we know how good he is. Um, quarterback is probably not his best position. I'd say it's of really? you know, receiver, defense, and quarterback, it's his worst position, which is not taking much away because he's yeah, really yeah. great at those other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I like J.C. Vien. Um I don't know. They, they, I know they've only played a single game. They played Party Crashers Blue, but yeah. Party Crashers are pretty predictable, and, and, and that's a, a game where I thought Pat Chenard's defense could keep it close. 
Now they go face KGP and Braves 2.0 and then Vengeance. So you might be 4-0 before you That's know tough. That's tough. That's a tough stre- stretch of games there. Um, yeah, you might be 0-4 by the time you, you, you set foot against touch foot 4-5-0, right? Yeah. At which point, maybe they get, maybe that's a harder matchup at that point. You know, by f- come February, maybe 4-5-0 starts getting the idea of, of how to run defenses yeah. and, and offense. Uh, UM's just as was perfect. He uh, went 17 for 17. Perfect game. Did one? Uh, n- nope. in, his, in his one week of play. When yes. will UM face adversity? When is he going to uh, face adversity? You when need to know what the question when is he plays before in being division snarky. You need to actually pay attention. When he plays in Division 1. <laughs> All right. So, so they're, they're going to go clean, sleep, clean sweep through the division? Uh, no, I think they'll... they'll well, he, he, he himself is not going to struggle uh, against Moretti crime family. Their defense will... Uh, I think no one's used to seeing uh, the Joey Taylor offense in the higher divisions. Um, I think he knows it, though. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Pl- he's pl- he oh, no, no, no. He's played he against like him in Div 3 yeah, back in the like, day. Like, him on offense against their defense is, is going to be fine, yeah. but the opposite. But again, Jesse's seen that offense enough, I think. Maybe if they... Nah. Figure it out. Maybe the end of the season, run yeah, it once in vengeance. Yeah, I was just gonna say near near the end of the season. Imagine going eight and zero, and then they finish eight and two. Yeah, yeah, it could, I could see it. it. Could happen. Yeah, I can see I, it. I see that. Yeah. Games of the week. Uh, we're doing this. Oh, you see, I told. Didn't didn't I say like, man, the games of the week? Uh, no, we'll do it. I mean, we should do it. Yeah, People like it. it. Yeah, and they like it only because they can yell at us for not picking them. Uh, and then <laughs> there should be a few bye weeks, so they won't be necessarily as long. They'll all be long, though. Yeah, <laughs> they won't be as long. long. They'll be yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even remember where I parked. I feel like it was three days ago. Where at the? Uh, did you park at the park? I did. Yeah. yeah. Music's on now. Okay. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. Thank you. Man. So it's, it's I coming. wouldn't have known. It's coming. Division one, Flagwell Sack Braves. Braves. I go uh, FML. KGP Plus, Kangaroos. Kangaroos. Yeah, I'll go Kangaroos. All-Stars, Braves. All-Stars. Yeah, I'll go All-Stars. Double Straddle, Bulldogs. DS. I'll go DS. All right, we're going to go Div 2, KGP Blessed. 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 Regional Smith, Zick, Got Skills. UM. UM. Terra, Terra Squad, Party Crashers, Blue. Terra I'll Squad. Go, I'll go Terra Squad, not word. Killer Bees, KGP. 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 Regional Smith, Zick, Moretti Crime Family. UM. I'll go Crime Family. Vengeance, Braves 2.0. Ooh, that's good. Wow, it's the same week as All-Stars Braves. Oh, cool. I'll go Braves 2.0. I'll okay. go Vengeance. Touch Foot 4.5.0, Run It Once. Run It Once. Uh, yeah, Run It Once. Division 3, Alpha Dogs, Ligro Cook. LGC. LGC. Speed Academy, Green Munches. I'll go Green Munch. Uh, Speed Academy. Greendale Human Beings, Beer Belly Brigade. Greendale. GH. B. GHB. Yeah, yeah. Blackouts, blue chips. Uh, blackouts. Blue chips. Les Verschevel, free smoke one. Free smoke one. Les Verschevel. Une phrase bien fournie, mangoes. 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 Blues clues, the Stoics. Hmm, interesting. Stoics. I'll go blues clues. The infantry, bearskins. Infantry. Infantry. Preach, silent ticklers. That's good. That's a good matchup. I'll go silent ticklers. Really close game. Agreed. Never overtime, Ligro Cuck. LGC. Same. EVW, Air Force One. AF1. Yeah, AF1. 
Les Malouds, Junker Dogs. JYD. <sighs> I think Les Malouds uh, continue to be winless. Junker Dogs. Arouche, GLHF. Uh, GLHF. Arouche. That's what she said, Mongoose. Mongoose. I'll go with that's what she said. Division 4, In and Out, Ball Don't Lie. Ball Don't Lie. Yeah, Ball Don't Lie. Trap Stars, Blue Dreamers. Blue Dreamers. Blue Dreamers, but it's close. Cunning Stunts, Les Jet Play. Stunts. Stunts. Still CRA, Voodoo. Still Cray. Voodoo. Wide Open Bar, Friends with Danny. Danny. Friends with Danny. Golden Eagles, Diamond Bougie. Golden Diamond. Eagles. Diamond Bougie. Kiss My In-Laws, Fourth and Schlong. Uh, um, In-Laws. I can't pick it. Les Bébés Magiques, The Sheriff. Sure. Sure. Nomads, Mofos. 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 Hot Sauce Sports, Luge No. Can't pick it, Hot Sauce Sports by 50. Uh, Hot Sauce Sports. The Heartbreak Kids, Balls Deep. Heartbreak Kids. Don't try to remember who this is, It's impossible. Les Bleu Branleurs, Bruins. 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 B7 et ses potes, Team Ethnic. Ethnic. Go Ethnic. Bandits, Marcin et Lefag. Marcin. Yeah, Marcin. Yeah. 5A, the Speakeasy Ballers. 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 Ice Up, Menace to Sobriety. Ice Up. Ice Up. Backwards Football Club, Red Not Skins. I'll go Red Not Skins. Who's saying not? Why is it in a quotation? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Backwards. Know why. Uh, Tokyo Sandblasters, Him University. Him University. Rico Ryder, Save the Turf Dolls. Save. Uh, Big Fat Bats, Tip Top Wait, wait, shape. you <laughs> I said save. Oh, okay, I said save. Big Fat Bats, Tip Top Shape. Bats. BFB. Uh, West Island Boys, uh, No Friend Zone. West Island Boys. Can't pick it. It's uh, me. Oh. I'm No Friend Zone. Well, it looks like you'd be No Win Zone. <laughs> uh, practice Squad 5, The Process. The Process. Yeah, The Process. Flinkers, Glory Boys. I'll go Glory Boys. Glory Boys. 5B, Blues, Team Sexy. I'll go Blur. Team Sexy. Sexy. No, it is Blues. Wolf, Killer Rays. Killer Rays. Rays. Uh, Warriors, Vic in a Box. Warriors. Warriors. Uh, Stormers, Him You. Stormers. Stormers. Bulldogs, Balso Hardio. Balso Hardio. Uh, Bulldogs. Penetrators, Cover 3. Penetrators, because you know their coverage. Pocket Rockets, Brewers. You know what, Brewers? Let's, yeah, do yeah, it. Bre- Let's go, like, Brewers. I, I like Brewers this season. Yeah, Brewers. Primetime, Red Dragons. Primetime. I'll go Red Dragons. Green Monster, Primal. Nicholas Cage. Oh, that one's good. Primal. He went Nicholas Cage. Les bleu, les bleu dry, no punt intended. No punt intended. I'll go with the beer. All right, Division Six, Sea uh, Town Spice, X Men. X Men. X Men. Dewey is molasses. Practice squad. I'll go molasses. Molasses. Pigeons, Mountain Dew babies. Pigeons. Pigeons. Texas chooches, slippery slopes. I'll go slippery. Yeah, cooches. Chooch. Uh, bananas, no fly zone. <laughs> Sorry? Bananas, no fly zone. Bananas. No, no fly zone. Wind Diesel, demons. Demons. Wind Diesel. The Habibis, Jiprock State University. <laughs> the Habibis. Jiprock State. No, 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 wait, no. They lost. Habibis. They're not them. Um, the Habibis. Uh, Towers FT, why so serious? Give me why so serious. Uh, Towers. Toon Squad, Fiddlers. Uh, Toon Squad. I'll go Fiddlers by one point. Threat Level Midnight, top six. Top G, G, sorry. <laughs> TLM. Yeah, t- top G. Uh, Montreal Red Blacks, Dime Squad. Red Black. Yeah, I'll go Red Black. All right, 35 plus. Monster Rainmakers. Monster. Uh, Rainmakers. 
monster. Pacemakers, Gladiator. Pacemakers, I just choose makers. Pace, pace. FPF, Polvish. FPF. JMJ, Paramount. JMJ. Paramount. Coed 1, Power Rangers, Ballbusters. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Easy Fun, Northern Braves. Northern Braves. Braves. Fast Not Furious, The Funny Club. Funny Club. Funny Club. Kiss the, My Outlaws, The Pitsy Fuck. Kiss My Outlaws. Outlaws. Girl Scouts, Justice League. Justice League. Justice League. Party Mix, Free Smoke. I was about to say Free Smoke. Party Mix. Free Smoke. Coed 2, Fighting Tigers, Kiss My End Zone. Can't End Zone. It. Can't pick it. Flamingos, Bench Warmers. Bench warmers. Bench warmers. Fit squad, the villains. Ooh, fit squad. Fit squads. Deep balls, the IG team. Ah, it's close to IG team. IG team. Team rocket, flashbang team. Flashbang. Rocket. Fireball, badgers. I'll go badgers. Badgers. Coed three, sneaky snakes, uh, canicule. Sneaky. Sneaky snakes. La sect, Michael Scott's talk. La sect, four La sect, baby. Four and all. Pacer, Fast Not Furious 3. Fast Not Furious. Yeah, I'll go Fast Not Furious 3. Uh, women's 1, Stars, Yuki Tuar, Les Bleus. Les Bleus. Les Bleus, Bleu, Montreal U. Montreal U. Les Bleus. Bleu Pou. Drut. Bleu Pou. Bleu Pou. Bees, Stars. <laughs> I picked against Sarah Parker. I'm picking now for Sarah Parker. Bees. Bees. She should win. Vortex, Ghosted. Vortex. Vortex. Fleur du Lis, Fit Squad. Fleur du Lis. And last ones, uh, the women's two Steelers, Les Petits Miettes. I'll go Petit Miette. Uh, Miette. Uh, we have Les Lou and Wolfpack. 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 And Wildcats, Extreme Bullets. Extreme Bullets, baby. I'll go Wildcats. Okay. Woo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, there's a lot to do. I, 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 no. Honestly, it's not even that bad. I know. If you do, th- if you do thirteen divisions at ten minutes each, that's at least two hours. At fifty minutes, we're at three hours, and but we are I'm at three to hours. Fifteen minutes, and then I realize that's way too long. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Look, if you guys have suggestions, yell them at me. Send me your hate mail. I'm sorry. You, I'm trying. I, use they, the timestamps in the video to jump forward to your segments. You see why yeah. they hated me at producer last week? <laughs> that was alright. I had no timestamps. Oh yeah, no time to watch. Just that. Um, look, I want to thank you guys for following the show. Winter's uh, a, a behemoth. We might need to do something different in future seasons because this is not sustainable. No. Because like, here's the thing: FPF like kind of dipped during COVID. We lost some teams. Everyone seems to come back. Like FPF is bigger and better than ever. We're gonna keep growing. That means we can't keep working more and more and more. At some point, we're gonna break. Or can we? I don't think it's possible anymore. Honestly, Iggy and I are very close to being burnt out as it is with the yeah. other tasks we have to do. Um, please continue to consume our content. We've got some great yeah. stuff coming up on Instagram in the next couple of weeks. We have some great stuff stuff coming in the articles. Uh, we have a new article this week with, with the recaps. It'll be small to start, but it's going to grow with each week, I believe. Um, Eagle, thank you for everything you've done today. For not listening. Uh, yeah, you know what? F off. No, you don't get thanked. Coward. Uh, you're a coward. You're a coward. You, you don't even listen because you're a coward. At least I know what a bullet is. Iggy, <laughs> thank you for everything you've done today. Uh, thank you for at least paying attention. It's really, uh, really important to <laughs> it's me. It's the least I can do. But most of all, I want to thank you all for letting me be myself.